appearance by Bosco. Do you want to scream into the microphone real quick, bud? No, you just want to sniff it? Okay, that's fine. Welcome to Dice Like Ice, episode 30. I'm your host, Tony Acton, and with me, as always, the Jerry Seinfeld to my George Costanza, Andrew Mitchell. I was in the pool, Jerry! <laughs> yeah, well, I thought about going Kramer, but I don't think either of us want to be Kramer. I Well, realistically, you don't want to be anybody in oh, Seinfeld, because yeah. they're all assholes, but... Uh... I mean, if you, you know, separating art from the artist, Seinfeld's kind of a shit person, too. So. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> he did, Maybe he I should have just done Jerry and Kramer. Teenager. He did, yeah. he did. Uh, uh, Kramer is a loathsome, handsome brute. Yeah. Uh, man, I need to rewatch Seinfeld, though. I, I did really enjoy that show growing up. I actually didn't enjoy it growing up, so really? I've never really like properly sat down and watched it since I've become an adult. Maybe I'll enjoy it more now, but I don't know. Maybe some of the uh, the humors is too dated by this point. Who knows? I, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't watched it all. Man, cell phones would have solved a lot of problems in early 90s sitcoms. Oh, dude, in general. <laughs> um, probably my favorite sitcom of that era was Frasier. Like, that that fucking holds up. Like, I went back and rewatched it a couple of years ago, like, probably peak COVID. Uh, and that's just a good goddamn show through and through. I, I liked the really underappreciated Spin City with David Spade. That was a good one from what I saw. It was. Did you ever watch Cheers? Yeah. Yeah, Cheers was good. And, you know, they're a big proponent of our sponsor. Oh, yes. <laughs> you like uh, that segue? That's a good segue, right? Tiny bit forced, but we'll, we'll roll with it. We'll roll uh, with it. As always, Tony, we are sponsored by Grip and Rip. Ooh, that was a crisp one on this can. Yes, that was a pretty good one over here. What uh, what you drinking, Andrew? Uh, today we have a Cigar City Brewing Cosmic Crown Belgian Style Strong Golden Ale coming in at an 8%. I had one of those just a few weeks ago. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's like really good. Yeah, that's just a very solid all-around ale. Uh, reading the back of the can right now, apparently there's notes of peach and passion fruit. I would not have called that just from the flavor of it. Like, it's got a, 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 a hint of sweet on the back of it, but no, it's just a very good ale overall. Yeah. I had a couple of cans of this uh, over the past week, so, you know. When, uh, I'm well acquainted with it now. When I first had that one, I was like, man, I wish I would have had my gut reaction on the show for this one. Yeah, no, it's fucking solid. I, this is one I actually did buy because of the uh, the artwork, which is just mm -hmm. a skull with a crown on it. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's, that's fine. I've had I've had Cigar City before. They're pretty good. Why not? Yeah. And it was a it was a good buy. Nice. Well, how about you, Tony? What are you drinking? You've uh, you've uh, reported to me that this is going to be a fun one. This is one of the coolest cans I've ever seen. It's very cyberpunk. Uh, it's got a fucking bulldog with like a fucking peg leg in that weird pink and green color palette uh, by a brewing company I've never heard of before called Sopro. Okay. Out of Hattiesburg. But the the beer itself, the, the labels will call my attention, but it's also called Dogs Manipulating Time. It's a sour oh. ale with hibiscus, pineapple, and lime. Let's give it a shot. Interesting combo there. 
Oh, that's a real sour sour ale. That's good though. That that is it up right very now. lime. Images. Well, that is pretty interesting. That's a cool fucking can, right? Yeah. It's kind of a. It looks like something that would be in 2077 as just like an in-game beer. Yeah. Uh, it's by an artist called at Fear and Loading. So you know, <laughs> check them out on Instagram, I guess, if you want to see their label. But yeah, it's good. It's it's definitely a lime beer. It's um, the one Can't I did the. Here. It's Bite Country. <laughs> the um, cherry cherry limeade ale that Oliver did the artwork for. It kind of reminds me of that, but you know, b- pineapple lime. instead of cherry. No, they both have lime in them. Oh. I thought you were saying that one was like way more lime on that one. Oh, though. there's way more lime in this one than that one. Yeah. That one was a lot more like subtle flavors. This one's more of like a punch you in the face with flavor, but not in a bad way. Okay, not too bad. But yeah, so uh hadn't been too long since we recorded last. What you uh, been working on, Andrew? Actually, I think it's been uh, 12 days since we recorded last. Yeah, we're, we're cranking them out after that massive break <laughs> in uh, the cursed episode. Um, so happy progress. Let's see. So I uh, finished a squad of possessed and a squad of obliterators for my chaos space marines. Uh, really fun models. Really like the uh, gross fleshy everything with them. Um, the possessed have all kinds of. They're not quite on the same level of like the cursed cultists, where they're like ripping out of their skin with the demon they're stuff and all that. So cool looking though. Oh, they're so fucking gnarly. I love, I love them. those models. Uh, but the possessed are still really cool. Um, so I did a lot of playing with, you know, gross flesh tones with them and uh, a lot of washes with Carobert Crimson and Drooky Violet to give it gross bruising effects and then blood effects, you know, stuff like that. Lots of claws and stabby bits and all kinds of fun things on them. Love those models. Really fun. Same with the Obliterators, but they just got guns and stuff coming out of their body for no particular reason. Um, oh, there we go. That's a good one. Go. Way to go, Cosmic Crown. Um... Same thing. I did like bruising effects and like blood coming out of where the uh, the guns were thrusting out of their skin and stuff, just to make them look like uh, I don't know, gross flesh amalgamation of of firearms. So that was fun. Um, and then I did some speed painting for the uh, local RTT that we were hosting over the weekend. Yeah, so I cranked did. out I cranked out twenty cultists and then forgot that I only needed ten for my list. So that was really fun. Um, but while I was painting them all, I just wanted to crank them all out anyway. And they were pretty simple. I just did a base coat and a wash on them, essentially, so nothing nothing too crazy. Uh, I did uh, Steel Legion Drap for their pants and, like, Skaven Blight Dinge for the cloth and then just a bunch of blacks and grays and stuff. Very easy, super simple. Uh, skin, I started off with just doing um, uh, uh, Gilliman Flesh, and then I dry brushed Cadian Flesh on top of that, and mm-hmm. that was it. Turned out great. Looked awesome. That's super fantastic easy. skin tone recipe. Super easy, super quick way to just crank out a ton of dudes if you're doing like Imperial Guard or a boatload of cultists or something like that. So I, I they don't were know fast. what that's like. Yeah, yeah, you never speed painted Imperial Guard before. Nah, my tanks uh, don't have skin, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes there's a tank commander on top of them that does. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, after that, I speed painted through uh, just getting to tabletop uh, squad of havocs. Um, 
which is good that I was only doing tabletop because holy shit, there's so much trim on a Havoc squad. Like even compared to the normal Chaos Space Marines who are renowned for having too much trim, Havocs are more trim than actual like plate armor on the Space Marine suit. It's ridiculous. Like like genuinely their helmet is mostly trim and cables. There's barely any spot for the actual color of whatever Chaos Legion you're doing, which Fucking is just oops all trim. Yeah, no, like it's it's really weird, but I got it done. That took ages. Um, painted their guns and stuff. Just got them tabletop. Nothing too special. Uh, I'll be going back to them soon, though. Uh, after them, I cranked out ten legionnaires and a chaos lord. Uh, the legionnaires I didn't actually run as legionnaires. I ran them as chaos chosen because they're way better for not too much more. Um, so that's what I ran them as in the tournament. Uh, same thing, trim, um, painted black on some of their pauldrons and, uh, like leg covers, like their shin guard area on a space marine suit. Uh, did get far enough with them to, uh, put the base coat of yellow on one of the shoulder pads for my Iron Warriors colors, but didn't actually get to the point where I was, uh, able to put on caution stripes because I dedicated that time to speed painting a, uh, Land Raider Proteus and my Vindicator. Which, uh, same thing, just cranked out a bunch of random colors here and there. I, I based all of the skulls and Xandri dust, because I added a shitload of them, because chaos. Um, uh, did blacks, uh, did a little bit of caution striping on them. Stayed up till like midnight the night before the tournament doing the caution striping <laughs> on them, which actually really helped make them pop. I, yeah, I really I was like about that to say, with the Iron Warriors. Off, they looked great. Where, thank you, where, like, Iron Warriors are really dull until you do that, and then it kind of all brings it together, just that little pop of color. Um, but I'm definitely going to go back and, like, really weather them down. I'm going to do, like, some chipping stuff and really uh, go in there with the um, the Garrick sewer and the dirty down rust effects and just make them look gross and, like, they've been well used over the past 10,000 or so years of trying to kill loyalists. Uh, and then, last but not least, for sure, I speed-painted Abaddon the Despoiler, um, him I actually put a little bit more time into because she's the big centerpiece model. You gotta. So I'd say mm-hmm. I, I actually came pretty close to finishing him in my speed painting. Pretty much all I really have left to do is uh, refining um, the glowing effect on his demon sword, Drachnir. And then I want to try and go back and make the Talon of Horus look like it's actually got lightning on the fingertips because it's a lightning claw. Uh, and that would be fun. And then I have to go back and like properly base him because right now he's just got uh sterling battlemire around the scenic base of him standing on a dead space marine that he comes with um and today i did get in my uh, army painter barbed wire reel so i can actually like make it look like he's fighting in the trenches and stuff and i'm going to do that here and there across the whole army it's going to be really cool um and then i got a little bit of buying so i had a couple of games with uh the Chaos Marines, and really like how the Possessed and the Obliterators play. So I got more. I got two more Obliterators and five more Possessed. That'll get me uh, a good proper squad of them. Because they just do a shitload of damage if they get a charge off. It's awesome. Um, so they're going to be super fun. And then I also picked up another of the new Demon Princes. Because I want to get the 40 ified version for the Iron Warriors. Because uh, they're pretty solid with the current rules. And the model mm. is awesome. So yeah. that's uh, in the mail. Hopefully have that by the end of the week, early next week. And that is it for hobby progress for me. Pretty much everything in the chaos line is that they've redone recently is really fucking good. Yeah, because they had like that soft uh, reboot of a lot of stuff mm-hmm. like five or six years ago, maybe even a little bit longer now, where they introduced like the new raptors and the warp talons and stuff. And they were just kind of okay. But uh yeah, the stuff that came out a couple of years ago with the uh, Shadow Spear and Onward. Uh, yeah, ever really since been... they did the new Chaos Marines and Terminators, like 
everything since then has just been really fucking good looking. Yeah, just knocking it out of the park. But uh, so I'm, I'm just continually uh, buying new chaos stuff to fill out the ranks and try out some new uh, some new lists, especially after this tournament where I've gotten more of an idea of how to play them. So uh, that's me. How's about you, Tony? What did you speed paint before the yes. tournament? I got I got some stuff done, but let me just say I'm loving that you're getting back into 40k again, man. I'm loving that 40k is actually fun again. <laughs> it really, yeah, listeners, if you have not played Tenth yet, fucking solid. Like it really is. Oh yeah, as a as a massive downer on Ninth Edition, like I genuinely hated that edition. Uh, tenth is actually fun right now. Maybe not if you're playing like mechanicus or death guard unfortunately but on the whole it's actually really fun right now but it, from what i understand most people who play death guard still enjoy playing them because they're usually just jolly old fucks like us fair just <laughs> you know smell like shit and coughing all the time but otherwise yeah whatever if they're having fun they're having fun as long as they're wearing a mask and washing their hands and not snotting on my models that's like completely against the credo of the death guard they gotta be snotting all over you oh <laughs> gross yeah exactly <laughs> well thanks for that <laughs> yeah yeah so i got a fair amount of stuff done uh because i was running a bunch of test lists so the first one i got was uh ursula creed you know she patent herself yeah um i bought built and painted her all in one afternoon and of course you know mama didn't raise no bitch i went with the fucking patent helmet and the binoculars no hit I mean, stitch for me. She's a like a commander. She's like on top of a hill pointing stuff out. She shouldn't be getting in there with a bonk and stick if she doesn't have to. Right? She's her ability to use a stratagem once per game turn is for free is really awesome. But a twelve inch range makes like you gotta be real careful with how you position her. Oh, so she can give it to other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a unit within twelve inches of her model, not her unit, her mm -hmm. model. That's what the a... weird part is. Yeah, I have a Chaos Lord that gives it to his unit that he's attached to. So yeah, but a Chaos uh, Lord's on a decent-sized base. Yeah, but, you know, it's just going to be whatever chosen <clears throat> chosen or Legionnaire squad that I have him on, so yeah, it's Fair. a little limited in that regard. But that's still pretty powerful. Yeah, uh, that was a really fun model to paint. I actually had a lot more fun painting all the shit on her base because she's on, like, broken rubble with, like, rebar sticking out of it and a fucking, like, Cadia banner pole and everything. Uh, I think I actually spent more time on the base than the model. And then when you put the model on, you can't see 80% of the stuff on the base, but whatever. Sometimes that's the most fun stuff to paint, because there was a lot of that on Abaddon's base with, like, the yeah. dead marine and, like, random helmets and skulls and shell casings and stuff. You went um Imperial Fist, right? On the dead marine? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, Good it's man. Iron Warriors. You got Good it. Good man. I figure it was just a jab at Trent, honestly. No, it's just Trent happens to be an Imperial Fist player. So, Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, you, you two have really got to throw down a game. I can't wait to see it. Oh yeah, as soon as he stops being busy, we'll, we'll uh, certainly get that done at some point. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna try and make it to the December. Oh yeah. Um, speaking of which, we are hosting another RTT December 9th, same place. Uh, Best Coast pairings. If you want to hop in and join us, we had a pretty good turnout. We'll talk about that later in the show. But while I'm thinking about it, December 9th, that's Saturday, we're doing another one. Yep. If you're in the Athens area, or feel like doing a bit of a drive, come on down. Hey, we have people from Alabama come out. Ooh, which this, that's uh, a trick actually a bit of a drive so. yeah um but yeah anyway back on topic of hobby progress so i got ursula yep. creed knocked out then i decided i wanted to do different tanks for this event than i usually do which sounds weird but 
I wanted to do um, the exterminator with the auto cannons and then some battle cannons with sponsons on them, which generally I didn't run sponsons because they cost extra points and I was just taking them cheap to get more battle cannons. Now that sponsons are free, I had to paint up some tanks with them. So I painted up three full Lehman Russes, uh, a Hellhound. Yeah, three full Lehman Russes and a Hellhound. Um, all at once, got those all done, painted, named. Uh, those were, oh, what were they? Uh, the Duke is the exterminator. I got I name all my tanks. I'm weird. I love it, though, because it's just more fun. Then uh, Faithful Hound was one of the battle cannons, and then Grim Duty was the other. Okay. <laughs> Duty. And, of course, they were added to the two I already had in that list, Thunder Child and... Um, Roar of Defiance, which Roar of Defiance has a story with him again. You'll you'll fucking love it when uh, when we get to talking about the tournament, because that tank is fucking invincible. He he survived almost every game he's ever played in. Nice. So it's a very fitting name for him. You gotta bring up the uh, Photoshop and and rig up your own specific like heraldry or something for him. At this right. Point. Seriously. Bring um, that shit on. Yeah. Then I painted up a basilisk that I've had sitting around primed fucking Mechanica Standard Gray for like the better part of three years because I bought it and then basilisk went to shit and it just never saw playtime. And now they're now they're solid. They're not great, but they're solid. It's a really good debuff. Uh, minus on infantry units if they get hit by it. <clears throat> Excuse That's me. Nice. Yeah, it's minus two move, minus two advance, and minus two charge. I, I I rescind my previous that's night and nice and this and change it to that's mean. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's only on infantry units. Okay, that does help. So uh, it'll really fill up some like berserkers or some of the lighter nids and things like that. It's also D six uh, dark Eldar stuff because they're really fast. Yeah, uh, it's D six plus three shots, blast, strength eight, AP minus two to flat two damage. So it's nothing to Damn. laugh at. Like it it lays some hurt, but it's no manticore. Yeah. But what is? Uh, yeah, seriously. Uh, and then I built one of the old Sentinels. Um, finished building the two Sentinels that I got from Cadia Stan's boxes. Uh, basically just built their other weapon options and some of their accessories and shit. And then I painted not one, not two, not three, not four, but five fucking Sentinels for my list. So I was going a hog with the fucking airbrush for about five hours, painting just a half my army worth of tanks. Um, oh, there was oh, and then uh, I had to speed paint those because I was going to run an armager in my list, and then the last moment it flipped. So I also mostly painted an armager. I just have to do the trim and weathering on them. Nice. So yeah, speed painting before an event. Oh. Last bit of hobby progress, uh, painted up some terrain for the event, but also Trent and I made two full table toppers. Definitely which, counts. That definitely counts. That was a fun afternoon uh, of about 100 degrees in a wood shop. Him and I just day drinking and playing with power tools, living the dream. God, this past week it was well, It was, oh, it was so bad. Uh, so fucking humid on top of so fucking hot. Yeah, but uh, that's all the hobby progress that I got, which is I I actually forgot one, but it's not a model related thing. I actually picked up the um the core rulebook that came with the Leviathan set because now shit's being sold on eBay for cheap. Got it for thirty five dollars. 
uh, they're coming out with one of the really small booklets for it, so I'm just going to hold out yeah. for that. Well, that's what I was going to get, but uh, I was just like, well, I might as well get the 200 pages of lore while I'm at it. Because uh, we don't know I mean, anything what? about 40k lore. New lore? This is all about the, the new invasion of Ogrim uh, or whatever the hell yeah. it's called. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess... Who doesn't like carrying around a 10-page or 10-pound tome with them whenever they <laughs> want to go do a board game? That's why I got out of 40k. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I also um, I picked up the cards, the Leviathan cards, Knight cards, and Imperial Guard cards. Yeah, I just got the Chaos Marine ones at the moment. Got the well, last ones they had over at Level Up. Hey, I've got the Chaos Knight ones when I get them back from Mulch if you want them. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm, uh, I'm toying with the idea of selling one of them. Like, maybe not actually doing a full Chaos Knight army and just keeping the other stuff that I have just for reinforcing the Chaos Space Marines because uh, yeah. the current meta is Armager Spam, and I really don't want to buy 12 more Armagers. No, for sure. Well, no, what I'm saying is the, um, the Knight's pack comes with Imperial and Chaos. I'll just give you the Chaos oh. Knight cards out of it. Weird that it comes with both. Well, otherwise it would just be like six fucking cards. Well, yeah, it just sell for like three dollars. Just be like a uh, um, a booster pack of Pokemon cards back when we were kids. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Oh, uh, all right. So I know we both got in a lot of games during the tournament, but let's talk about the games we played before that. So, did you get any games in before the tournament? Just the one since the last time we talked. I uh, got in a game of 40k against our buddy Matt uh, and his Sisters of Battle. Did it at uh, 1k, so just a nice, light, easy, quick affair. Um, his first time he played uh, 40k 10th edition with uh, his sister specifically, because every other game he'd done has been knights who uh, play a little bit differently. Just, um, just a tad. Yeah. So, uh, Miracle Dice Mechanics. One second. <laughs> Miracle Dice Mechanics came in uh, clutch a few times, being able to change rolls to different uh, different numbers that were much better. Uh, it was a lot of fun just seeing how they work, because I've never actually played against Sisters of Battle before, other than um, in Kill Team, who actually operate pretty similar in that, too. Yeah. Uh, he took... Let me see. He took the... What is it? The Exorcist? The, uh, the organ missile um, launcher tank? Yeah, winner of Coolest Helmet Award. Yeah, uh, which did pretty good bit of work early on in the game he took um morgan vall or whatever her name is yeah the, uh, the nundum pilot and a squad of nundums to go with her who uh they they wrecked face whenever they got to hit stuff but they didn't get to hit that much stuff um this was a, it it started off pretty neck and neck but by turn three i'd gotten my terminators on the board and they did some fucking work terminators are mean uh whenever you're not going to get something that's crazy strong and they're like toughness seven or something but i'm hitting with chain fists and power fists so i'm cutting right through that especially oh, yeah, with the chain are. fist which is uh anti-vehicle four so Ooh. it's yeah no like my terminators charged in were like neat there goes two nundums and then the nundums had a thing where they could uh fall back and still advance and shoot and everything kind of like my chaos chosen and uh, they charged forward to try and take a point from me right at the end. And uh, I was able to just completely surround them with my mm-hmm. squad of Chosen and my squad of Terminators and wreck them. Um, Terminators absolutely stole the show that one, though. They did absolutely so much work. Uh, Possessed did pretty well. They killed a squad of the, um, whatever the basic Sisters of Battle squad is called. I don't know off the top of my head. I think they're just um, called Sisters of Battle. Mm, I think they have like a weird... I want to say novitiates, but that's not right. No, the novitiates uh, is the like. kill team specifically. Yeah, but it's something like that. But anyway, so it was them in the middle of the board fighting over an objective. Uh, they charged into a unit of the um, 
do, 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 do. what the hell are, God, I'm blanking on all the names penitent yeah. engines uh, squad of penitent engines and uh, that was a pretty good little fight just two close quarters melee squads back to back Possessed came out on top of that and then that's when the normal sisters charged into them Possessed came out on top of that and I had like two of them left uh, did a bunch of really good dark packs with them um, which you know I have a leadership of six on the entire army except for Abaddon who's a five and cultists who are seven and so it's like okay most of the time I'm getting this off the only way those possessed died was when I killed them. I got mm-hmm. so many mortal wounds from failing the dark packs, which still went off. I got all my bonuses, but I think I killed two and a half of my guys doing that. And then he got one of them with a penitent engine. So it was, yep. uh, it was pretty silly. Battle sisters squad is what it's called. Oh, well, there you go. Totally different. Yeah. Way but, different. Uh, yeah, we called that one. I think it was bottom of four when we, or maybe beginning of four. Uh, when he he uh, conceded because it was pretty close to a wipe at that point, but uh, it was fun. Definitely uh, taught me some things about my army before the tournament, and I'm sure he's got some good new ways to uh, build his sisters' lists as well. So excited to give that another go. It's a it's a pretty fun army to fight against with the the miracle dice system and all that. Uh, Matt's also just a really fun opponent to play against too. Oh yeah, no, it was a chill time. You know, we I'd fuck up a rule and say, "Hey, is it cool if I reroll this?" Yeah, he'd do the exact same thing. You know, just we're hanging out, and having a beer or two, and just rolling some dice. It's a good time to it's a good way to kill a Wednesday. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm playing him this Wednesday. In fact, he wants to throw down against my what? tournament list. So, oh, so he's bringing knights then. Yeah, he's bringing knights. I'm not looking forward to fighting a fucking lancer. Well, with how fucking ridiculous your tank list is, I think it might end up being uh, somewhat close. We'll see. Here's to hoping. Yeah, but uh, how about you? What did you get in before the tournament? So I got two practice games in, um, one of them using my tournament list, one of them not. The one not using my tournament list was what I was toying with the idea of going with. It was uh, Ursula Creed, 20 Guardsmen, three squads of Mortars, an Assassin, and then just a ton of tanks and one Sentinel, two Sentinels maybe. Oh, whew, salary. <laughs> Take him back. Um, but yeah, I played into Tim's Tau army, which was a bunch of battle suits and a pair of hammerheads, um, farsight, some stealth suits and some Vespid to jump around and do actions. But, um, I, apparently I'm, I'm just Tim's fucking boogeyman. Cause it went, it went south fucking hard for him. Like it was, it was bad, dude. Did you see any of that game? No, but I've heard the blow, the, 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 after after game blow by blows on quite a few of his matches at this point. It's just yeah. kind of sounded like Tau aren't, aren't one of the top tier lists at this point. Yeah. Well, him and I did some talking after, after it and the list he came up with for the tournament was actually significantly better. Um, replaced one of his hammerheads and some of his crisis suits with broadsides, which helped him mm-hmm. get the anti-tank he needed. Cause like he just, he wasn't able to hurt tanks. I mean, he was hurling everything he had at my tanks and just not doing enough he'd do six maybe seven wounds to it out of the 13 it had and then between that and a bunch of mortar fire i was just picking up units when when the game ended he had like one really damaged hammerhead um i think like two or three crisis suits with farsight um shadow sun i think is the other character's name and then the tin vespid the cool new dynamic model yeah and then like tin vespid and maybe one or two other like little models and i I basically still have my entire army he just he could not break my tanks to save his fucking life everything he was doing he was fishing for fives and sixes which sucks yeah it's it's a rough that's a rough one to have and then even with like minus three i'm still on five up saves 
to put into perspective how fast that went, I was playing my 1K game, 1K game beside you playing your 2K game, and you finished before us. Yeah, but him and I, like, this is almost going to sound like an asshole thing, him and I had a way better handle on the rules than you and Matt did at that point. No, that's probably fair, because you'd played, by that point, like, what, five or six matches? Uh, and this, four, four or five. And this was my third game against Matt, and I yeah. still only kind of understood half of the rules, and, and Matt was completely new to his sisters at that point, so... Yeah, and then um, so that game went pretty heavy in my favor, and then I was like, yeah, then the next week, uh, right before the tournament, like a couple of days before, I played Mulch's Knights. Sorry, my Knights piloted knights. by Mulch, <laughs> <laughs> and fucking, um, I was able to get first turn, which was really the big deciding thing. We kind of figured whoever got first turn on that one was probably going to win because we were just able to alpha strike. I mean, it was just fucking haymakers. Uh, I was running my tournament list, which I'll go over my full tournament list when we start talking about the tournament. And first turn, I was able to pick up a Knight Gallant, um, two Armagers, and really fuck up a third Armager, which then Mulch retaliated and took out, I think, two tanks and two Sentinels. Um, then on paint two, it took out pretty much the rest of their Armagers. Uh, at the bottom of three, we called it. I still had the majority of my stuff left, and Mulch had one big knight and two Helverins left, I think, and that was it. And I, at that point, I was three-quarters of the way up the board, just just kind of pushing objectives, and they couldn't get anything going. So, yeah, I was I was feeling pretty confident going into this tournament with my tank list. Yeah, it's uh, it's been the boogeyman of the local meta for a while now. It, it has, it has. Um, but I also played my tank list when it was the least boogeyman thing that's ever existed so yeah no you've, you've uh, earned yours at this point I, I paid my fucking dues i took my licks <laughs> you paid your nickel you're out of there <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> oh man i've i've played tanks for since what third fourth edition i mean you're just a long time sufferer you're I, finally uh, getting it good well no because i was also there when there was the leaf blower list in fifth edition where it was like cool mm. you got you got to table me in two turns or i table you in two turns <laughs> it's like uh what back in the day when it's like all right if you took a land raider you better hope your opponent took a bright lancer they just won yeah that's exactly how it used to be because like my old fucking Lehman Russ list uh, with scatter dice and stuff like that like the big meta was deep striking things and you had to put all the deep striking things directly under a pie plate uh, the the um, three and a half five, inch blast five or, inch yeah five inch blast um, and that was what your unit deep struck in which was exactly the size that basilisks and battle cannons fired and ooh boy <laughs> you could just hit a unit and just delete it when it deep struck in because they couldn't move man I know it's probably better for the game, but I do occasionally long for the days of templates. It's just fun throwing that fucking pie pan down it whenever really you got a big is. tank. It really Scatter dice is. were a little wacky at times, but it was it was good fun to just be like, all right, here's my Yumbo-sized blast <laughs> taking out half your fucking army. Yeah, it was good shit. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's the only two games I got in, obviously, besides the event. Yep. So there hasn't been a whole, whole lot that they've popped on Warcom in the past two weeks, but there's enough to talk well, about. Most of it's been pretty good, though. Yeah, I think it's it's been pretty solid all about. So, uh, what you got, Andrew? You want to pull something from it? Well, uh, we'll start off with a good one that uh, makes some sense to our local group, which is uh, they're making a new edition of the Necromunda Core Rulebook, as they in are. a consol 
a consolidation of most of the rules they're they're getting in zone mortalis sector mechanicus and ash waste it's going to have all the vehicle rules and weapons traits in one place clears up some confusion with the rules uh additional xp granting if you cause serious injuries things like that serious injuries also cause flesh wounds which means you can kill somebody if you give them a serious injury which uh always didn't make any fucking sense to me whenever you take three serious injuries but don't die it also so means I'm, that somebody rolling around on the ground each time they roll serious injury and stuff that they're not just gonna fucking roll around for nine damn turns and then be perfectly fine yeah exactly so i'm i'm hopeful that this uh has a lot of rules clarification and a lot of uh tweaking of rules because i really like necromunda as a fun beer and pretzels game but uh once you start playing a campaign or something it's very frustrating to lose a character to something mm -hmm. that's occasionally a little bullshit i just but... there, there's two things that i want out of this rule book one of them is the trading post and what gangs can get be a little bit more restricted because like yes. by the end of that like it plasma cannons for everyone like Every, it's everybody plasma gets a heavy and bolters in the damn underhive and the other one just yeah. put a fucking index in it like blood bowls rule book beautiful oh it has God. an index give me an index gw just in every it's book amazing put an index just how incredibly dog shit the previous necromunda books were just so Jesus. poorly laid out like I, I, I really hope an editor either got fired or has, like, had a, a good long look in the mirror and been like, no, I must do better, and that this is the result. Because, God, those books made no sense in their layout the, for so long. Maybe this part, will be the answer. The best part of those when I'd be like, see this book. That book doesn't exist anymore. Where the fuck do I find these rules? Yeah, so uh, allegedly this is going to consolidate a lot of that to a much more manageable book um so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that i kind of got the necromunda itch but not enough to play a full-blown campaign again so maybe this will be what gets us back into that we'll see but yeah so that's the big necromunda news for now uh what about you tony what's what's come up for you uh, well you sent me a picture of this model the other day and sweet fuck i need it it is yeah. it's a horus heresy model but i don't care it will run in my templars and that is the loyalist the loyalist champion fuck that model is just it it's a templar model like even the pictures he's painted up like an imperial fist Templar yeah brother. you like, can tell these are oh, these so guys are like the good. the proto templars hanging out with sigismund because they're wearing mostly black armor yeah they've got the they've actually got the cross on their tabards painted on but he's holding yeah. a fucking combi melta and a sword that is taller than him and uh Which is I, I don't like the yeah i don't like the beaky helm i'll probably replace it with one of the crusader helms but damn it's a good looking model yeah beaky helmet doesn't go with it uh the bear head option's pretty okay he kind of looks ultramarinesy with the laurels thing that he's got going mm -hmm. on but uh did you yeah, read no, the little is... like jokey blurb they always put on it I did not. With their character slaying abilities, champions make the perfect tool for dealing with enemy praetors and counters. Librarian, according to the to the Edict of Nikea, you won't be needing your head. <laughs> the relentless <laughs> head lopper will be available for pre-order in the near future. All right, praetors, <laughs> doesn't matter how fancy your hat is or how thick your armor is, your noggin is still coming right off. God damn I hope it, they GW. say. I hope they say that sort of thing. Like, there's a champion in the book who's just like, "I'm taking your fucking noggin, mate. Coming knocking for your noggin." Time. Oh god. That fucking model, though, dude. Yeah, no, it's very good. Just like good, like stoic pose, like mm -hmm. you would expect for something that's called a, a champion. Yeah. What? Uh, what else you got? 
Uh, let's see. Well, we got um, the Dire Wolf kit for uh, Titanicus is coming out in all plastic. Yeah, we uh, did. It used to be used to be just a resin upgrade kit to the previous Warhound Titan kit, but uh, now they're just doing the whole shebang. So uh, Dire Wolves are coming to the local Titanicus scene whenever we feel like playing that again. They are looking great. Because I still have those two Warhounds that I bought from Elias, and uh, I haven't built them yet. So might just kind of hang on to them to turn them into Dire Wolves once this kit comes out. Well, if, if they're definitely a different build than the Warhound. Yeah, I think the leg assembly is different. Yeah, the, the, the even the, the torso is. The torso is like shoots out to the back a lot farther because it mounts a fucking Reaver weapon on it. Well, I think the 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 kit is like an upgrade kit. I don't think it's actually comes with the warhouse. No, there's the no way kit. that's an upgrade kit. The feet are different. The legs are different. The torso is different. The only thing that's the same is the fucking head. Wow. Let's see. That's, there's no way that's an upgrade kit to the forge world. <laughs> nope. Not forge world. forge world. They might not be on forge world anymore. No, the current kit is 60 bucks. So I assume it's the whole model, but it's yeah. from just one. So I don't know. We'll see. I really want to get uh, a Corswain and tweak him out to be Templar. Corswain. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, the the Dark Angel dude. It's just a fucking whip-ass model. Yep. Well, all right, we got Tyrolves coming, but yeah. uh, what else sounds good to you, Tony? Uh, well, you know, it's not Old World, but it is more of the new uh, Free Guild Dawnbringer guys, the Free Guild Fusiliers bringing the fucking black powder to it. Uh, I'm loving them because they've basically got fucking blunder poles like Cawdor do. Yeah, uh, this is the the really, really early style of like cannon and gun where it's just got like yeah. a super huge flared mouth and, you know, before the, the understanding of ballistics and such. Yeah, it's in there fucking mounted through these shields. There's a lot of shit on these 32 mil bases. Like a, a lot, lot of, shit. of shit on them. But Damn, like, they look cool as fuck. Yeah, like it's it's not overcrowded level of a lot of shit. It's like no. like we've said with a lot of the free guild stuff, just very highly detailed for being fairly basic mooks. Do you uh, do you think that wood grain is painted onto those shields, or do you think it's textured? Uh, looking at the pictures, it looks painted. Ah, damn, it's painted well. Because I'm because I'm looking at the sides of it, and I'm not seeing any yeah. obvious lighting. For, for it to be great or built into the model. Uh, I love the dude with the fucking three-barreled one. Yeah. Do you and think he just stole two others yeah. from his friends who died? And, you know, true to form, they've got whip-ass helmets. I like that they have an ammunition guy yeah. who is just... He's he's essentially, uh, what, Patsy from Monty Python and the yeah. Holy Grail who's just carrying all the baggage and, you know... Hey, kill that guy with the flag. He's got the ammo. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, oof, boy, did you see the sculpting on his face? What the fuck? Yeah, he's a little chunky, but... It's a little, it's not, it's a little dead looking. Not. I mean, with how much ammo he's carrying around, I would probably feel pretty dead, too, honestly. That's fair. Uh, also, there's the fucking Mordheim fish on one of the bases. Yeah, I don't know if that's just a, a cheeky little Easter egg or if they might maybe be hinting at maybe some more time coming oh, cool. in the near future. God, man, I I would drop Necromunda for more time. I love Necromunda, but more time is so good. I guess just Necro Necromunda with more swords, essentially. Yeah, it's Necromunda where I'm not going to get shot with a fucking plasma cannon. <laughs> yeah, we need to play uh, 
Damboid's Lost Zone uh, yeah. rule set where, like, getting a plasma cannon is a fucking event. Yeah. Because uh, you get overpowered real quickly in modern mm-hmm. Necromunda. Or just do a short campaign. Anyway, a few years, kick ass. I say as somebody who used a plasma cannon for, like, half the campaign. Though, granted, she did it, almost kill herself twice and had to be brought back from the medic twice. It definitely <laughs> helps that you killed yourself more than you killed other people. Yeah, the only kill she got was the fucking plane at the very end of that campaign. It's the only thing she took down. The entire campaign. all of us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, uh, what, what else you got? Oh, uh, well, here's one that I think you will enjoy. They're doing a... Uh, fucking outrageous edition of the fall of Cadia. like t- talking about tomes earlier like this thing yeah is, this is one of those like 300 dollars super collector's editions that comes with a big map and like dog tags and a metal and all kinds of crazy shit this is a, a really beautiful book and i'm really glad i'm not a fucking Cadia stan because uh it would be hard not to buy if if i wasn't it's oh, it's real fucking nice looking real nice but That's I don't. I, I don't know when it goes up. Like I, I didn't um, see it in pre-orders, and it didn't have a date on it. They've been pretty good about like when they show stuff about it coming up within a month or two of it being first posted. So it's yeah. probably I, what is it? It's July, so probably like mid-August at the latest. Yeah, because it was shown on July eleventh, so a week from yesterday. So I thought it would go into Saturday's pre-orders, but it didn't, which I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. So but we'll see man, like I, I really want that, but oh my god, I bet it's so expensive. Because oh, like, no, it's gonna be one of those things where it's like, oh, do I want that or do I want to buy like a Bane Blade? <laughs> yeah, because like the the special edition rule book was two hundred and thirty dollars. The fucking Jesus. just leather bound version of uh, Dawn of Fire is seventy five dollars. That's ridiculous. So like that that's gonna be like a hundred and fifty dollar book, which oof, it's fucking I, cool. But with Nova coming up, I'd rather save that for Nova, I think. Yeah, there are a lot of forty K books I like a lot. I don't think I would spend seventy five dollars on any of them. <laughs> yeah, so um I am gonna do the GT in Nova, the forty K GT, which will probably save me some money because I will spend less time in the vendor all. That's fair. I uh <laughs> I'm I'm uh, looking around for some random stuff to do because currently I only have the AOS doubles on Thursday with you, and then a Saturday is Slaughter Day, so we'll be playing Blood Bowl all day. Yeah, with Joe. Friday, I bought a ticket for an hour long speed can- speed painting tournament, which should be pretty fun. But yeah. it's only an hour, so I'll be done by lunch. Yeah, and you can always so, play uh, Frostgrave with Casey or just you that know, was my thought. Watch yeah, uh, watch me, Matt, and Chris get our teeth fucking kicked in in the GT. Yeah, play Frostgrave. I'll probably bring some. Uh, Song of Ice and Fire miniatures game by Cool Minis are not free folk, just to see there if the podcast wants to get a game in. So, oh, dude, you know, you know there's stuff to do. There's always going to be somebody who can pick up a game of a Song of Ice and Fire's miniatures game by Cool Minis or not. Does, does Michael play that one? Uh, yeah, I think he does. I know Ken does, and a lot of the other bad guys. Yeah, play it. no, Michael does. He posted something about it not too long ago. Either way, I will be bringing uh, a moderately decent free yeah. folk army at some point, so we'll oh, we'll be able to free it. Uh, well, I mean, hell, I can throw a forty-point set of Lannisters in there, and you could fucking teach people how to play if you wanted to. That's fair. And Boltons will be out by that point, Boltons so you never know. Out, yeah. My impulse purchase some Boltons. We'll see. Do it. I don't want to, but I do. Oh shit! You don't want to. Well, it's going to be between them and Greyjoys for my second army, I think. But, yeah, uh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, Matt's got some Greyjoys. It does. Um, what else, well, anything else for you, Tony, or should we get into the, the big stuff that they revealed this past week? Uh, well, they're getting rid of a lot of the fucking 
old Cities Aeronautica. of Sigmar stuff. Oh, yeah, and Aeronautica. Aeronautica is going away. Well, all the non-Imperial Aeronautica is going away. We might have said that when we talked about Epic last week, but yeah, they're getting rid of all the Xenos planes for now, which yeah. is uh, kind of a bummer. Like, I wasn't planning on getting into Aeronautica anytime soon, but I do have some of the org planes you gave me, mm -hmm. so it could have been something that we transitioned into with Titanicus and this new rule system, but... Uh, yeah, oh, that kind of stinks. Why are you so dumb? What did you do? <laughs> no, he's pushed his bed out of the way and is laying on the floor next to it. You okay, I buddy? As long as he's comfortable. Why are you being weird? Oh, why are you being weird? Watch it, scratches. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that, huh? Why are you what? such a fucking goofy goober? Okay, go lay on your bed, you fucking goomba. No, we're not we're not going anywhere. I'll get you some more water in a minute, pal. It's just fucking dog. Um but yeah, and then they're did you look at the list of stuff they're removing from cities? Oh, it's like everything, essentially. Except yeah. for the the cooler newer models that came out. Which like that sucks if you have like an entire dwarf army that you use for cities, mm -hmm. but uh Well it said you can you still knew. use them as things, like there's still comparable stuff to it. And actually none of the dwarf stuff is on the list being removed. Oh, well, I didn't read too hard, but yeah, I imagine the, Dark Elves and uh, a lot of the old uh, Empire stuff is going to be taken out for sure. Yeah, Free Guild General on foot, the Crossbowmen and Handgunners, the Guard, the shitty Spearmen from like 5th edition, the Hellstorm Volley Gun, the Pistoliers, the Demigriff Knights. Which makes me think they're probably going to have either like new versions of that mm -hmm. model or something that's comparable so you know boohoo i get to buy a cool new kit you know yeah what's interesting is they're removing some of the high elf stuff like the phoenix the phoenix guard um the shadow warriors the wildwood rangers the sisters of the thorn the nomad yeah, all the wood elf stuff for sure yeah but what really bums me out i might pick up a box of these guys but um the Free Guild Greatswords, they're just good conversion fodder. Oh, those are just cool models, yeah. They're awesome models. But yeah, they're, a lot of people think they're getting rid of this stuff because this is the stuff that most likely will appear in Old World. And they're probably Maybe. just going to rebox a lot of it with um, square bases. And that would make sense, just to not it, have It the totally confusion. would. And again, they're probably going to do something comparable, but with the crazy like Baroque Free Guild aesthetic, as opposed to the you know Germanic Empire stuff from Old World. So yeah. that that makes sense. I mean, again, it sucks if you have that army, but like if you have that army, you probably have had it for like thirty years. Just hang on to it and use it for Old World. Right, the fucking vampire hunter dude and his daughter. Those two models are sixty bucks. Yeah, no, this, it's the only reason I haven't bought them yet is because they're really cool and I want them, but they're so fucking expensive for two models. I can't believe the fucking four-pack of shit wizards is still for sale. That one's, that's one of those ones that's so chunky and fun. And oh, all, it's though. so goofy. The, I will say the fucking paint. flaming sword bit is a solid bit for a bits box. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I was trying to see if any of the great swords are even still on here. Nope, no longer available online. Yeah, because I've, I would bet that uh, that starter box for for the new Cities of Sigmar is probably like end of August, early September. So it would make sense to get that that stuff out of there pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Warcom. Before we get too terribly oh. off topic here. 
I think only one more real thing before we mm-hmm. get to the big stuff they showed, which is uh, they they today showed off a bunch of board game stuff. So uh, they're doing Space Marine the board game with the Captain Titus model, and uh, we it's talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just part of it. But they actually like showed off the board, and it looks real fucking plain. It's just like a piece of cardboard, oh, boy, yeah. Captain Titus, and like twenty gaunts. <laughs> it's just like what the fuck is this game going to even be? What the like? I, I guess it's just. One person plays as a space marine and just chooses his way through Tyranids. I don't, I don't know what the game's going to be, but whatever. Uh, they're also doing a relaunch of uh, Warhammer Underworld Shadespire. Um, we talked about that previously. The mm-hmm. big one that they're doing, though, is Combat Arena Layer of the Beast, which is a relaunch of the Blackstone Fortress minis, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like all of the original heroes and the Amble, which yeah. they haven't done a... They haven't done a release of since its original launch, uh, which is why that model is like $200 on eBay right now. So uh, it would be worth it just to get all those models, let alone if the game is actually fun. Well, fuck yeah, it's got the crazy fire preacher and the kick-ass crute. Yeah, no, it's just all the original like crew with uh, the the navigator dude, the crute. The oh, it's got Rain and Rouse. I'm in. It's got the, the Farseer, or what are they? Not the Farseer. Navigator. The, uh, the the navigator, the ranger for the Eldar, uh, and then some random space marine who wasn't part of uh, a yeah, Black Star Force. Trying to figure out who the fuck he, that guy even is. He's a blood angel. He's just kind of there, as far as I can tell. But it's got um, the man of iron who's uh, disguised as a normal mechanicus robot. So you know, it's it's fun. So a good way to get those models without having to pay through the nose via eBay. So that's fun. And it's uh, Barnes and Noble, which means that you'll be able to use coupons on it. Yeah, and you'll eventually be able to get it for like twenty bucks off. Yep, if, uh, just like I did with out. Blitz Bowl. Yeah, but anyway, we're done with that now. Let's get to mm-hmm. the main event for yeah. the previews, um, where they did the the battle for Ogrim, and uh, surprising to me, they let Space Marines lose for once. So the Tyranids actually won the battle for Ogrim. Yeah, that that is a bit of a surprise. Yeah, no, like we, I made a joke about it on our Discord, and it was just like, oh, never mind. I guess they didn't suddenly get ten thousand extra Space Marines to win the battle. They they actually let the Tyranids win. I'm I'm fucking genuinely surprised. Probably because they had some whip ass models to show off, and they were like, yeah, yeah. no, Tyranids won. Whatever. Here are these cool models. So what's uh, we'll start it off, Tony. What's your favorite new rad Tyranid model that they showed off? Okay, it's it's got to be the fucking biovore because it looks like something straight out of the new fucking doom talk about a glow up like normally whenever we're like oh they've made a new model or it's like oh it's the same thing but new proportions are better it looks good no they completely redesigned this thing it looks awesome they have taken the new tyranid range from like oh creepy bug to fucking nightmarish yeah because this thing's like halfway between a tank and a tarantula and mm-hmm. it fucking works this thing looks awesome it's Bio so Lore, fucking Bio cool Lore. looking hmm. yeah no i uh it went from like a, a two out of ten model to a solid nine out of ten that thing looks rad yeah and the only real difference i can tell between the biovore and the pyrovore they're showing is the like plate on the back of the gun well, and the gun and itself. I guess the gun's a little, a little bit different, but if you put these two in front of me, I would not know which is which. 
I wouldn't either. That's a problem with a lot of the tiered weapons, yeah. where it's like, is that a was that a devour nest or was that a bio cannon? I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, but oh, boy, yeah. it's cool. It makes me want to dig my tyranids out and run those, dude. Like I say it pretty much every time. There's a rad new range that comes out, but I might be fucking up some tyranid models. Right. These are these are some really cool models, which uh, yeah, we'll cause... go into my. My favorite one after that, uh, the fucking, uh, what is it? The Norn Emissary? Holy yeah. shit. Like this thing, yeah. it's, it's it's essentially the Alien Queen from, like the Xenomorph oh, yeah. Queen from no, the 100%. Aliens movie. But just tearing it up. Like this thing is fucking awesome. It's this also is so cool. fucking huge. Yeah, it's the size of a fucking Wraith Knight it looks like. Is that a Wraith Knight? I thought that was a Wraith Lord. Oh, That's a fuck. Wraith. No, that is a Wraith Knight because it's next to Warriors and it's they come up to like its knees. Yeah, this thing is huge. Like this is this is probably the closest we'll get to like a knight for the Tyranids for a long time. Jesus, that thing's awesome. Yeah, it's monstrous. Like this thing is $150 at least and all the pictures are showing it with tons of different options. It's got like tentacles coming out of its back. It's got like two or three different head options we can see. It's got that... Uh, uh, titty spikes thing that Tyranids have yeah. where some of them like some of them are like buried Flesh in the chest Flesh hooks, yeah titty spikes uh, some of them are like you know bursting out of it like it's trying to grapple onto something uh, it looks like it has a different couple of different hand options for probably ranged well, it's weapons a, it's as well a dual as a big model kit for the Norn Queen or Norn Emissary and the Norn Assimilator yeah oh man it's just like might just pick one of these up. We'll see if I That's start a small Tyranid army or not. But terrifying. This is like a just a it. cool goddamn model. And Duncan did just post his paint scheme for how to do High Fleet Klendathu for, for yeah. fucking, uh, Starship Troopers. So I might get one of these and just paint it in that scheme for fun. God damn it. That means we're going to have to repaint my guard as the mobile infantry. <laughs> Come on, you apes. You want to live forever? <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Such a good model. Uh, what's 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 your next favorite, Tony? It's hard to top that one, but none of these were miss. All of these yeah, were no, solid. Not, none of these were miss. Um, this might actually be one of the weaker ones, but I love it just because I'm a fan of them. New Gene Stealer models. Yeah, no, this is like we we're saying with like um, new Terminators, new uh, Eldar Guardians. Like it's the same model. They just change the proportions to not look like shit. Yeah, like it's just. You can look at them and they look similar enough to the old gene stealers that you can mix them into squads and it would just give a lot of well, except for like the really old ones with the fucking back pokers. Those are those are bad. I've got tons of them. Yeah. But those uh, are rough. but yeah, like you could mix them in together and uh it also looks like all of their arms aren't pointing forward, so you no longer get to play Barrel of Monkeys with them, which is kinda disappointing. Cause that was my Little. favorite part of Tyranids was playing Barrel of Monkeys when you gotta pick one up little more dynamic there's a couple that have some more uh like leaping forward poses you know pirouetting off of rocks that sort of stuff but uh on the whole yeah looks like the old ones but better what's interesting none of these have the scything talons on them that were so common with gene stealers because you could yeah. before do all rending claws or rending claws and scything talons i could just be because of how 10th edition's played where it doesn't matter like all that, that's yeah uh and i love that you can still get the fucking cthulhu head yeah, you gotta get the Imgarl heads, which yeah. uh, would if, if you get a whole kit of those, that's what I would put on them if I got mm -hmm. James Dealers, because who doesn't want some Shadow over Innsmouth shit on their fucking space bugs? Seriously. 
Uh, and in the same vein, we also got new Hormagants and Hormagants. Um, exactly the same where they look like the old models, but better. The better proportions, yeah. a little more dynamic. Got some of them leaping off a of hero rock. Some of them doing more like stalking poses. They're not just these like straight as an arrow models like they previously had. The tails got some wave to them. Just, uh, yeah, across the board, way, way, way better. They're very like Jurassic Park raptor looking. Yes, very similar. Like they like, look very aggressive. Pose. And they also don't look like every time somebody looks at the table wrong, they're all going to topple over like the old front heavy ones. <laughs> When I uh, got into a Tyranid army for a little bit there, I put wa I glued washers to the bottom of all of them yep. because they kept falling over. Don't blame you a bit. But uh, I don't think this will be an issue for these particular fellows. Uh, the rippers look almost the exact same as they did before. They're a little <laughs> bit less like just a, a goofy bobbly head on a tail, though. They, they again, proportionally are a little yeah. bit better. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, and then we also got a new Lictor kit. Which, yeah, we uh, looks did. Also fucking rad. Like the new Lictor looks way better than the new Death Leaper. I'm sorry, but that butt cape does not get better over time. No, it doesn't. Um, and the the crouching down, like it looks like you can assemble it multiple ways. Either multiple ways or different types. I'm trying to I'm reading right now to see because there's they definitely have a new one. That's the Neuro Lictor, which has a big yeah, old the... brain and a kind of a ravener tail to it. Yeah, but the. The other lictors, I don't know if it's just people converted them or yeah, it looks like what. It, it could be like the Gasgull kit where it just comes with a slightly different torso so you can make the arms positioned a little differently without gotcha. uh, changing the model proper. But, uh, but yeah, I, no, I, like I love that one that's like crouching like it's about to jump. Well, because he's sneaking. He's a lictor. He's got to be a sneaky boy. <laughs> he looks like he's sneaking. He looks like he's about to just fuck something up. Where the other one and looks then... like he's throwing up his arms going, ooh, booga, booga. <laughs> gotcha bitch <laughs> and then yeah the neuro lictor looks really cool mm. uh and then seeing all these beside death leaper death leaper just looks overdesigned because he has a bitey mouth that also has tentacles and then he's got his his butt cape and yeah i don't know he's just he's a little too much he's got uh he's got the same position scything talons as the other guy but they got a little bit more to him there's some extra hooks and stuff you on think him. that's one so. kit I don't know. They're showing them all together. It's possible that Death Leaper is his own thing just because he yeah. comes with so much extra shit. I don't... Because if you look at the two other Leapers uh, or Lictors, well, no, they have different... So hmm. the Lictor, the Lictor with his arms up looks a lot more like Death Leaper. Yeah. But then the Crouch one looks like a whole different thing. Well, I was going to say their base is the same, but it's not. They're actually standing on a different piece of terrain, too. Well, so. that's that's yeah. not that uncommon. The uh, the like the guard command squad kit comes with a couple of different options that you can stand on. Yeah, and I guess it depends on how big these guys are, because just from their pose, they look like they're huge. But that's probably a forty mil base, so they're big, but not stupid big. Also, Andrew, in the picture that it shows, like, oh, one of them's a Von Ryan's leaper. I bet. No, the Von Ryan leapers look. No, a bit different. yeah, that's true. Because they were, they were smaller and kind of more lean looking. Yeah. Hmm. Either way, I'm sure we will get a proper size comparison of them in the relative near future. Because, yeah. uh, again, like with Warcom stuff, they don't show stuff that's not coming out within the next three months. So we'll we'll see them sooner rather than later. And uh, I'm looking forward to it because he's oh, really, really cool. Fucking Norn Emissary is so cool. So goddamn rad. I am all here for this fucking Xenomorph High Queen bullshit. 
And uh, yeah, other than that, I think that's pretty much everything that's uh, of note on Warcom in the past uh, week and a half or so. Yeah, that seems to be it. Um, so let's. Oh, sorry. I had the High Fleet Kalandathu thing open and it just fucking started playing when uh <laughs> when I went to it. It's funny because like the stamp mark on the video is like no one watches the entire video. They just go to the end to see what the final result looks like, and it's beautiful. Oh yeah, no, there's again not a terrible chance that I will pick up something of the new Tyranids to mm -hmm. try that scheme on because that just looks really fun yeah it does it's it's beautiful but anyway I'll finish off with some Chaos Space Marines before mm -hmm. I get to that at least there you go alright so as Andrew and I have oh fuck let's get the ons out of the yeah, way yeah seriously so as uh, Andrew and I have talked about a little bit earlier on the episode we competed in the first RTT that we put on out here so it's um, the first official Dice Like Ice RTT yeah, we had uh, fourteen. We had sixteen slots. Uh, we had two last-minute drops, so we had fourteen players at it still, and a chunk of new faces that weren't part of our local meta. So that was pretty cool. I think there were six or so people that weren't only local. Only about group. half that were locals. Yeah. Yeah, um, and Chris, Doctor Chris, as you hear us call him, did a fantastic job, kind of organizing it and being the TO for it. Um, you know, it was just a basic three-round RTT. And uh, we both competed in it. So, Andrew, do you want to you want to kind of give a little bit of an idea of what your list was? Kind of break it down for us. Oh, sure. Well, I kind of a uh, I kind of took just a basic oops all chaos. It was just kind of what I had. I wanted some tanks to be thematic with Iron Warriors, so I got the Land Raider and the Vindicator and all that stuff. Like I said, um, it was a competition, so I brought Abaddon the Despoiler because why wouldn't you? He's the guy you take if you want to do well with chaos, typically. Mm -hmm. um, Took a cultist mob, took a mob of the accursed cultists for objective holding, uh, took a blob of chosen to go with a chaos lord, and then took a terminator squad so Abaddon would not be lonely on his own. Um, took some obliterators and a hellbrute for some heavy support, because the hellbrute has a fun thing where if you're within six inches of him and you do a dark pact, your weapons get both sustained and lethal hits, which is real goddamn nice. Um, I also took uh, some Possessed for more close quarters combat and some Havocs because uh, LAS cannons are pretty necessary currently with uh, how this edition is going with tanks and knights being a big thing. So just kind of uh, a smattering of really weak objective holder shit and then just some good hard-hitting stuff for, for the really high toughness things. And then uh, I know you went oops all tanks. So uh, yeah, what did you take? Very much so. So my list was led by a tank commander with the uh, Executioner Plasma Cannon and Plasma Cannons on the side. I had two Armored Sentinels. Everything had Hellstrike Missiles. I'm not going to say Hellstrike Missiles 14 times. Just everything yeah. had them. Uh, two Armored Sentinels with Laz Cannons, a Basilisk, three basic Lehman Russes with heavy bolters and Laz Cannons, a Lehman Russ Exterminator, which is the auto cannon one, uh, Rogel Dorn with all the bells and whistles, three Scout Sentinels, each with... Um, Laz cannons, and then the artillery battery of the the basilisk and two manticores. I think I said basilisk twice, but deal with it. Uh, basilisk and two manticores as my kind of artillery battery to sit in the back and do some long range harassment with. 
So yeah, oops, all tanks. Uh, not a lot of models, which you will get into, kind of burn me a little bit. But hey, what can you do? So Andrew, first rounds of the tournament, it was random pairing. After that, yep. you got paired with people with equal win rates. So yep, yep. tell us, uh, tell us a little about your first round. So first round was against uh, your most beloved opponent of uh, Dark Angels, uh, which was fucking uh, Dark Angels. Real fun. So I played against this dude named Ryan. Uh, really nice guy. Helped me with a lot of the rules. He is uh, a competitor. Like he, he, he's one of the guys who came from Alabama. Um, so he he actually knew what he was talking about with the rules. He's probably played you know at least twice as many games as I had ahead of time. Uh, I'd also gotten like four hours of sleep the night before just because I occasionally get random insomnia nights. So he was uh, kind enough to bear with my brain having to process rules sometimes. There were some times you could look over and see the gears working in my head pretty furiously for shit to go down. But uh, uh, ended up being a relatively close game. He won at uh, 82-62. Real, real um, the mission for the first set was mission I out of the pack. It was hammer and anvil with hidden supplies out of the Leviathan no, GT. So yeah, that's good. I didn't. Yeah. I might still have that sheet somewhere, but I didn't make well, it. Well, I have it because I used the greatest fucking app that's ever existed, Tabletop Battles. Holy shit, it's idiot proof, and I love it. Wonderful, idiot proof is what we need on this podcast. Seriously. Um. So back to my game. Lost yeah. it eighty to sixty-two which uh, was 100% because of his Desolation Squad. Mm. That is the most broken bullshit squad I have played in this edition so far, because it slices, it dices, it can cut through a tin can and still cut a tomato. Like, there's no negative to that squad. It can do everything. It can fire indirect and not have a negative to its ballistic skill and ignore my cover save. And just, like, it's, it's essentially the, hey, here's... 500 points of fuck you. Because he committed a big part of his army to it, but it was a yeah, huge it's, squad. It's expensive. But it can do everything, and it, it can, can kill anything. Especially with Oath of Moment. No, like, that, that squad is genuinely a little broken right now, and that needs to get fixed. And that is the only reason he won this game, because I was whipping his ass. He had the lion, which I, I did one wound to. Like, I, mm -hmm. I completely ignored him until the very end when I had no other choice but to shoot him, because I knew I wasn't going to kill him, because he's like a two-up armor save, a three-up invulnerable save, like a five-up feel-no-pain. Like, he's borderline indestructible. but yeah. And has first strike, so you can't even beat him in melee with overwhelming firepower because he's just going to kill you before you get there. But So I completely ignored him. But um, So I ran in with my Land Raider and my Vindicator early, got some really good shots off. Vindicator is a strength 14, so I was able to do some heavy damage to his rep X's that he had. He had two of them. Uh, I have my Havoc squad did fucking work i had two havocs hit and i rolled box cars on the damage and i almost <laughs> nuked his repex on the first turn 14 out of 16 wounds first round of shooting it was awesome um had a cultist squad in the back holding objectives because they have sticky objectives had my chosen brick in the middle holding objectives uh i think the only reason i wasn't closer was because i took um storm the point i think it's called as a secondary where you get points if you take an objective that he previously yeah. had but i got screwed on that because i didn't realize you didn't get points for doing multiples in a turn uh he just says if you take one or more so i had a term where i'm like oh i took two that's eight points he's like nah it's only four because it says one or more and it's like oh 
well, this objective fucking sucks. <laughs> so I kind of got a little screwed on that. But uh, no, like genuinely, I, I was wrecking him. I had possessed that was a, that were able to, he had a squad of um, hell blasters with Asriel that he was trying to bait my possessed into charging. And I was like, I mean, I will if I have to. They'll do a good job. They'll kill half of them and then die. But I got lucky and rolled an 11 on my charge. And there was enough room where I was like, huh. Fuck that squad. And I ran around them and charged my possessed into his other rep X, and they also did 14 damage to it and almost killed it in one turn before it nuked him back. Um, so I had a really, really strong early lead, and I, I genuinely would have won that game if it was not for that Desolation squad, but they were in cover. I couldn't shoot them because all the cover first level was uh, impassable. You just couldn't see through it no matter what. Yeah. But they had indirect fire, so they could shoot my guys that they couldn't see, and they had no negatives to it. I had no cover save against it, no no cover bonuses. They were like AP3 or some bullshit with their crack grenades. Like, they, they literally just did whatever it needed to do. It was the squad of fuck you. So uh, I lost that one because of one kind of broken squad, and I'm definitely not salty about it. <laughs> <laughs> not even a little bit, I could tell. Not even a little bit. Uh, you played that guy later, and you're also definitely not salty about it, but we'll get to that. So uh, what was what was your first game, Tony? I uh, imagine it went a little better than mine did. It, it did. Uh, my first game was against an old friend of mine, old Andrew Barfoot, who I've known since we were like fucking five or six years old. We played like t-ball together and have known each other forever. This was his first in-person game of 10th. It's his first in-person game of 40K, probably since the last time we played 40K in high school, which yeah. has been a bit. He played on table. He plays mostly on tabletop simulator. Uh, but he was running Space Wolves. His list was, um, oh God, it was uh, some Thunderwolf Cav, Ragnar and Six Blade Guard, a Thunderwolf Captain, Bjorn, Murder Fang, um, and then just like a bunch of little action monkey infiltrator squads and stuff like that, and five fucking Fenrisian wolves that literally didn't move the entire game. They just stood on an objective, but they have OC zero, but if they poked their heads off, they would have just been killed by a basilisk. So they did nothing. Um, and then he had a couple of other blade guard squads and two squads of um, eradicators, the melt gun guys. I think they're eradicators. Sounds right. But he went first, which wasn't great for him because uh, he basically just had to move into some of my firing lines uh on my first turn it was i just i savaged a bunch of his stuff with indirect fire my sentinels can target for other things to make me ignore the indirect penalty so it's the same thing the desolation guys do except they still get cover and i have to have a second unit do it so you know that's a pain in the ass because they're not nearly as good as desolation guys and they're just as expensive right but yeah so blew up some of his guys it it stayed decently close until about the third turn. He was able to play really cagey and stuff like that. I took Assassination and Engage on all fronts, which Engage was a really poor one for me to take. I only actually scored it twice that game, the last two turns, because he just he hit the center line of the board and just stuck me there. But uh, the most memorable thing that happened in that game was his Thunderwolf Cav, which was the biggest threat to my tanks besides his Eradicators or Exterminators or whatever the fuck they're called that I killed, was uh, the Thunder Cav and their captain with a, with a Thunder Hammer and like being able to do Oath a moment. So I fired three Lehman Russes, two normal Lehman Russes and an Eradicator or Exterminator. Fuck me. Too many E and I words in this goddamn game, dude. 
the, the big gun boys. Yeah, I, I fired battle cannons and auto cannons into it, and it was just the captain left with all six of his wounds. And I was like, fuck, he's going to kill both of my wounded tanks that are stuck next to each other. I was like, the only choice I have is to charge him. So I needed like an eight or nine inch charge, which I made, hit him, tank shocked him for five of his six wounds with mortal wounds, uh, then swung with my six strength seven, no AP attacks, hit with like three of them, wounded with two of them, and he rolled like snake eyes for his save. So I just fucking Ooh. ran over a boy and his dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that game, I ended up winning. Uh, the final score on that was 88 to 56. Ooh, so, so goal accomplished of winning a game at the RTT. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, rewinding a bit. I forgot to say the big thing why the Desolation Squad suck. Because uh, they nuked Abaddon and a squad of Terminators <laughs> in Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah, which is extreme fuck that <laughs> being able to fire both of those guns at once is wild oh it's so ass it's that that ooh, that squad needs balancing anyway really but that's the only nice. time i had to deal with it this particular game or this particular <laughs> tournament so that i'm done with my grousing about that <laughs> yeah so then we rolled into round two. Oh well we did after, lunch <laughs> after a lovely lunch provided by our local sandoz are all right one provided by people still to pay for it except for you you got free but... Yeah, I'm not paying you shit. <laughs> um, what was yeah. that? Or go to like the local barbecue place, which is okay, and like oh, fresh air is entire... fresh air is pretty solid. And it would take the entire time to do it, and you'd have been rushed to get back in time. Exactly. Or go to a gas station and get a fucking microwave sandwich. Or hey, something. man, don't hate on fucking racetrack roller grill. Racetracks definitely got better in the past few years. Yeah. Quick trip for life, though. Oh, agreed. But the closest QT is a little ways. But anyway, before we start talking gas station food. So then we rolled into round two. Uh, so during two. lunch, Dr. Chris went wild and reset all the tables for everybody. And round two was mission A, which was search and destroy, uh, chilling rain. And it was the table quarters deployment on this one. Yep. So who was your opponent and how'd you do? So I played against a local, uh, Antoine. He's a uh, resident chaos fella. He's, yeah, he is. Uh, I think he mostly focuses on corn, but I think he's got a little bit of everything at this point. Just every yeah. time I see him at the shop, he's playing some form of chaos. Yeah, it's, it um, tends to be corn and corn demons primarily. Yeah, so he he took corn or chaos demons. So it was chaos space marines v chaos demons, which was fun and thematic. Nice. Um, there we go. That cosmic crown kicking in just a little bit later. Two, two times. Um, so his big thing was he took Scarbrand and Bellacore. Those were like his heavy hitters. He also took Great on Clean One, which is there to... It does good damage, but it mostly is there to soak up wounds just because it has a good feel, no pain. Um, he took a shitload of Flesh Hounds of Corn, which uh, was interesting. That's kind of his MO. Every time I've played him, he just has a shitload of those things. Yeah, he, he has a good mix of the newer models and also some of the really old ones. So mm -hmm. I think he just likes getting those cool old models out. Um, he also took a pretty good bit of Nurglings and some Blood Crushers of Corn, uh, and then my list that I've already said. So I got to go first on this one, and he had a thing where if he deployed within 18 inches of Bellicor, they were in shadow and I couldn't see them. So I had like one squad of Nurglings that I could do anything to. 
So I just evaporated them. They were gone almost instantly. Guy just shot them with a Vindicator, and they just turned into fucking dust. So uh, that was fun. And then I charged forward and took a bunch of points really early, so I was uh, able to like get in and be able to defend very quickly. He charged forward. He had his Great Unclean One and Scarbrand in uh, reserve, so he could charge them in with Deep Strike uh, whenever he needed to. Um, so I didn't have to worry about many of his really big heavy hitters for a while, which, uh, I took bring it down because he had enough heavy stuff that that was going to be worth it. And then I also took cleanse, which seemed to be the secondary of choice for this particular RTT. Cause it's just like, Oh, this isn't in my deployment zone. I'll just get a guy on there and yeah. get four points if I don't shoot. So, you know, that, that most people ended up taking that for most games. Um, so I was doing that pretty early on. Uh, he got Bellacor to summon in uh, Scarbrand and the Great Unclean one in round two, I want to say. Um, but it was a good enough layout where the center objective was very open. And I had my Havocs again up on the second floor of a building just taking pot shots at everything. So it's like, oh, there's a unit of Flesh Hounds. Bzz, there goes like three of them. There's a, there's a Bellacor right there. Pop. There goes five of his wounds. Um, round two, I was able to charge in uh, Abaddon and his Terminator squad, who <laughs> Abaddon has the fun thing where he has every single mark of chaos. So whenever I roll a Dark Pact in melee or shooting, he gets lethal and sustained hits. So <laughs> the whole squad that he's in also gets that. So I'm just like, all right, we get like 12 shots between everybody. All right, that became 30 shots with sustained hits. So it's just <laughs> me just mowing shit down with that squad. And then I rolled off a very good charge and took out his... Uh, uh, I forget what it's called. It's like a um, bloodthirster herald or something, blood something or another. It he he substituted in a skull cannon um, piece as that. I don't I don't know what it's called. It's like some kind of chariot of corn or something. Whatever. Sure. It, 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 the whole shtick was it beefed up corn units so he could like point at a unit and roll and they would get like plus two attacks and plus one strength or something. So pretty mean if you uh, let it run wild. So I charged Abaddon in and just killed him in one hit with Abaddon. Like his his uh, his sword attack is just brutal because if it gets off, it's AP four and three damage with devastating wounds, lethal and sustained hits because you're gonna be doing dark Jesus. pack. So like if he hits you, you're not going to survive. So it did not survive. It died instantly. And he was right beside Bellicor. Wasn't quite able to consolidate into Bellicor, but next turn I was able to charge him because he just couldn't get him away far enough because of the terrain and then again Abaddon was able to go forward and one shot Bellacor in his turn so I, like the Terminators didn't even get to attack he just just completely wiped him with his big sword attack so, so stupid. it was uh, it was starting off pretty good for Chaos Marines uh, he was able to summon in uh, the Great Unclean One and Scarbrand. Scarbrand did a pretty good job. He charged into my squad of Chosen and my Chaos Lord who made a decent fight of it they, they got him down to about half wounds and we're able to do pretty pretty good defense against him uh, to the point where I had just like a Chaos Lord and two of the Chosen left. And then I charged my Hellbrood into him because he had a Demon Hammer. So he was doing like Strength 14 attacks at AP3 and whiffed every single attack. And then Scarbrand's like, huh, that was fun. And then he just kicked him once and he exploded and wounded my Chosen. And it was just a bad time for old Heli. Uh, and then Abaddon charged into him, and we did an epic challenge, and uh, he was actually able to kill Abaddon with the epic challenge, but uh, the Terminators were then able to come back and immediately kill Scarbrand, got him off the board. Um, 
And then by the end of the game, we just whittled each other down to where it was essentially just a squad of my possessed, my Terminators, uh, like one Havoc, and the Chaos Lord with one chosen, and his great unclean one. And I ended up winning it uh, 72 to 63. I could Ooh, have probably game. bumped... I could have probably bumped it up to the 80s, but I got a little bloodthirsty at the end and didn't cleanse as much as I should have. So, uh, you know, that was egg on my face for doing that, but I still won the game, and it was a fun time. We were just... His, his flesh out of corns did nothing to me. I, I Bosco. God, Bosco. Jesus Christ. Do you want to scream a <laughs> little bit louder? through the door? Yeah, he's just sitting at the door on the other side of the room oh. yelling at me. It is not dinner time. He has been fed. Um, anyway, uh, his flesh out of corns did nothing to me. I think he killed like three chosen with them, and that was it. And I just completely evaporated them with my... Uh, the chosen have really good attacks because they can they can advance or fall back and still shoot and charge in the same turn. And they have accursed weapons, which are four attacks at AP two, two damage each. So they mulch through stuff. They're really good. Um, and then I might possess charge into them. If they get a dark packed off, they get devastating wounds. If they get sustained hits, if I'm near the the hell brute, they get sustained and lethal. So we're just chewing through everything. So he had these. T- three really big squads of flesh hounds of corn who did not last through round two so i don't know if that was just they're not particularly good or i just had really good counters to them i don't know but they just were kind of irrelevant unfortunately and that was like half of his army so once i got through them and just a one shot bellacore it was pretty much gonna be my game at that point and uh but it was fun we had a really good time a lot of back and forth a lot of good joking you know making fun of various aspects of chaos and so forth so it was it was a good time would play again nice how about you i uh i think this one also went fairly well for you if i remember correctly this was a a good fucking game so my round two was against also a local player justin who is one of our really strong local players he was running tyranids this time he tends to run either uh tyranids gsc or sisters uh his list was raveners elictor Three sets of rippers, some barb gaunts, fucking pyrovores, swarm lord, tyrannifex, a mouse scepter, a winged hive tyrant, and two of the big things the uh, barbed hieradul and the scythed hieradul. And this fucking game was just haymaker after fucking haymaker. So naturally, he went first because I, I did not go first this entire fucking RT. I've, I don't think I am allowed to go first in a fucking tournament setting. I'm just going to have to accept that. Uh, so he went first, and he took deploy teleport homers and bring it down, because you're foolish not to take bring it down against me. Yep. Uh, I didn't learn my lesson and took engage on all fronts again against him and bring it down, because he had a bunch of big monsters. First turn, he killed one Lehman Russ, uh, one armored sentinel, one scout sentinel, uh, beat up the Dorn pretty good and knocked old Roar of Defiance down to a single wound. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Uh, he also moved forward. He was able to get Teleport Homer. So he scored 10 in secondaries on his first turn. And I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those games. Uh, so I promptly responded by killing both of the fucking hero duels and a smattering of other monsters and scored 14 points on bring it down in turn one shooting. 
Jesus. Yeah, no, it was just just fucking big shot after big shot. Uh, the next turn, he brought the Dorn down to like three wounds, two more Lehman Russes down to one wound, and a Scout Sentinel down to two wounds. Uh, I Did I kill any? I don't think I killed... I didn't kill any more of his monsters that time, but I killed the bunch of Barbgons he brought in. I think turn two was when I killed um, uh, his fucking... So whatever he got out of his dropship thing or drop pod oh, thing, I killed those. Um, mycetic spore or whatever. Yeah, the, the mycetic uh, spore, but it the had big flesh pod. Yeah, it had. Oh fuck! What was that unit that was in it? Um, Gaunts, Gants, Lictors, Biovores, uh, Raveners. I think it was uh, the it. It wasn't the Raveners in it. What was in it? Oh, the Pyrovores. Yeah, the Pyrovores got it. That was what brought Roar of Defiance down to one. That and the Tyran effects both just hit it with a bunch of torrent flame weapons um, and brought it down to the one. So turn three rolls around. It, it's pretty even at this point. Uh, he scores three of the set, three of the primary. I only score two of them. I get two for engage. He gets three for teleport homers. And it just kind of goes this way till the last turn. Um, bottom of three, I was able to kill... Uh, the winged hive tyrant and one more of his monsters to to max out bring it down and then going into the very very last turn i was able to pass the battle shock that i needed on turn five i had adorn on my turn i had adorn with one le wound left roar of defiance with one wound left uh the duke i think with two wounds left a sentinel with one wound left and then I think it was Faithful Hound was the other one that had one wound. And my Dorn was on the center objective with two one-wound Russes behind it kind of pushing forward shooting. So <laughs> the fucking very end of the game, my Dorn was in combat with his goddamn Lictor with one wound left, and his Lictor kills my Dorn. And, you know, as player two, you score at the bottom of your turn, not your command phase so my dorn was the only thing on the center objective when it died if it would have exploded it also would have killed my other two russes which would have then given him uh what is that 10 points on bring it down and i would have lost five points on the primary mission so i won 85 to 79 but Damn. if if the dorn would have exploded and killed those other tanks justin would have won 84 to 80 so like it came down to that one roll but dude i think i passed 14 or 15 four up saves in a row on roar of defiance at the end of that game it was the funniest shit ever he'd be like make seven saves he'd be like oh they've all got to be fours all were fours he'd be like i was like the trick to killing me is making me make one two up save at a time and he tried that and it was just like two up two up two up two up and then four up five up then i passed like one or two six ups just i could not fucking fail a goddamn armor save on this tank uh, and ended up winning 85 to 79 so looking pretty good i'm do i've done twice as well as i expected coming out of round two i'm two and oh yeah yeah i got my my personal victory of winning one game of the tournament so i'm yeah. already okay at that point uh, and it, like I said, both my opponents we had a fucking blast we laughed our way through both of the games it, it's just funny shit at this point definitely starting to feel the fatigue going into round three Oh my god, yeah, that concrete floor was definitely getting to me. I had a pretty yeah. solid uh, 
leg cramp in my calf uh, halfway through my second game, so I'm just kind of sitting down, just like I'm a man, I can stand up all day. Oh, dude, uh, do, doing all that and then breaking everything down and then unloading it at Chris's and then driving back to the house for 25, 30 minutes, sitting in the truck for that long. When I got out, I was like, oh, my fucking legs. <laughs> they were just yeah. nothing but cramps. Uh, when I met you over at D-Star to go and drop off the toppers, I was like, Tony, I want to die. We got to get this shit done <laughs> yeah. fast. Fucking walking like we just got off horses. Which uh, also a good thing to bring up. Uh, shout out to Joe over yes. at Dragon Star Hobbies for doing prize support for us. He gave yes. us some lovely models for uh, the top three players as well as best painted. So that was super fun of him. Very nice. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. Uh, love Joe. Love Dragon Star. You know, always some issues with stock, but that's that's a more of a that's, Games Workshop thing just than anything. Games Workshop since the pandemic. Yeah, I know it sucks. Uh, but yeah, so go, going into round three, I'm feeling pretty all right. How are you feeling going into round three? Well, I got my one, so I was riding pretty high. Um, and then we'll go into my my third game, which uh, won't last very long. <laughs> so I played it. Here's what's I, I wild got... about this, though. It was your third game. You were one and one. Um, there were only three of us who were two and oh at this point. And yeah. because of your path of victory, you were playing on table two. I was playing on table yeah, one. I was uh, so I like was best of the worst. Yeah, yeah, we were we were both sitting as the top four as the I think I was number th- uh, let's see. So I was seed three, you were seed four going into the top. Yeah, I uh, I super didn't expect that. And uh yeah, would have been would have been collusion though, because you know, you can't have the two of us win. I'm well, if it helps. If it helps, I didn't help with any of the planning or anything for this. I just sort of showed up. But, uh, yeah, so I played against this dude named Cody. He was one of the squad that came out from Alabama. Yeah, we're uh, Super nice guy. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go ahead and get that out of the way. Super nice guy. Had a blast playing with him, honestly. Like, he was really fun to play against. Uh, but he was a, he was a Patriots fan. <laughs> sure, I care about Fucking sports. Wearing um, a goddamn Tom Brady jersey in Georgia. You don't do that here. Sure, I'll take your word for it. Um, so he was bringing Tyranids, and uh, I overheard Scuttlebutt from other players that he brought a very medalist. Oh, I can't speak for that, um, but he, it, it was uh, very uh, monster-heavy. Like, he didn't have any Gants or Gaunts or anything. It was all just like, this thing has 14 wounds, this thing has 10 wounds, this thing is fucking beefy, here's a shitload of Zoanthropes, uh, here's Swarmlord, here's a Hive Tyrant. So I was like, alright, I guess I'll take bring it down, because if I do well, then that'll be fine. He went first and promptly wiped out about half of my army and one round of shooting and i was like oh oh this is gonna go great uh so he needless to say he fucking stomped my dick in like we we were uh beginning of round three and i conceded because or end of round three and i conceded because there was just no way i could come back uh but the only thing i had that went off well was uh he did a really good job of screening his back because he had a lot of uh biovores shitting out spore mines which are currently able to hold objectives as a mindless tyranid thing which is stupid and probably is going to get faq'd fairly soon but you know i guess take advantage of it while it's a thing but uh, i was able to screen that with my cultists and stuff for a while he only got that off like the one time but um so I was I had to get bring Abaddon and his Terminator squad in the middle of the board essentially, and uh, between Abby and the boys, they were able to melee to death a Tyrannofex, uh, oh, yeah. one eye, uh, a Hive Tyrant, and the Swarm Lord. Like it Jesus. was a 
cinematic fucking battle in the middle where it's just like he was just doing the fucking like come at me bro pose to the entire goddamn tyranid swarm and i did manage to take out a significant portion of his squad with just abaddon and his buddies but uh, at that point he was just run away with points massacred most of my squad by the time I conceded at the end of round three, uh, it was a squad of obliterators, my accursed cultists, and my normal cultists, and that's all I had left. Like, he'd wiped my land raider, killed my possessed, he was able to interrupt combat and kill them before they had a chance to do anything, which was real feel bad. Uh, killed my vindicator, havocs were gone in the first round of combat. Like, it was, it was fucking brutal. Uh, it didn't help that he couldn't roll anything under a fucking five the entire game. Like, it got to the point where he, like, he would be like all right here's nine attacks uh wounding on threes and he would roll eight sixes and he would look up at me and go dude i'm sorry and i'm like i mean <laughs> it's it's a dice game i kind of can't be mad about that and it just sort of kept happening the entire game <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was fucking brutal like i don't think i would have won that one like he clearly knew the rules better than i did he knew his army better than i did he would have won i think if his dice had been more average, it might have been a little bit closer instead of me losing 91 to 35 with uh, him generously saying, hey, if we'd have played this out, you could have held this objective and done this and done this. And so we have gotten some points instead of going with the conceding, uh, hey, I get max points or whatever. So that was cool of him. But, uh, oh, man, it, it was fucking brutal. It was rough rough shocking when i roll average and somebody else rolls nothing but fives and sixes that they win by a lot <laughs> who'd have thought but uh like are, are, I said, good are opponent. you drowning bosco what is happening over there no he's just in the back and he's desperate for <laughs> attention because we've been recording for an hour and 30 minutes and i guess that's just too long for my boy to be alone so we'll uh we'll give him some ear scratches pretty soon so, uh, yeah, that was my round three, but yeah. again, totally fine with it. I got my one victory for the day, so I was pretty happy. So, uh, how did your third round go, Tony, being on the, uh, the top table? Yeah, so anyway, that was the RTT. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you had almost as rough a time as I did. Why don't oh, you go into some detail for our, well, our speak, fine listeners? When, uh, when you're talking about killing the Swarm Lord, uh, did you hear how Justin Swarm Lord died against me? No. It was the most ignoble death ever. Um, my scout sentinel walked up to it, looked at it, pointed at it, and then I shot it with two manticores and a basilisk. Jesus. <laughs> Just also, fucking cratered it. I'm going to pause for a second here, because I need to pet this fucking cat. He will not chill out. He's, he's screeching right back. Oh my god. Guest appearance by Bosco. Do you want to scream into the microphone real quick, bud? No, you just want to sniff it? Okay, that's fine. Uh, anyway, back to uh, <laughs> killing a swarm lord with mana cores. Yeah. So uh, my round three was against your round one opponent, Ryan. Super nice guy. We joked around and stuff, but oh, dude, all of the luck I had in the dice rolls against Justin just fucking abandoned me in this one. Um, first turn, of course, he got first turn. His desolators fired full tilt oath of moment into one of my manicores and it was fine my manicore is fine the desolation marines were just borderline useless against me because i had all well, good armor. for you yeah well it's because i was all fucking tanks but it's okay because the rep x's were just picking shit up uh those repulsor executioners were just he didn't even take bring it down um oh i'm sorry he did he took bring it down and cleanse uh which he almost maxed out cleanse which sucked. Yeah, because he had uh, a 
he had a assassin that he could bamp around the map, so he was doing that shit on my game too. Yeah. Um I took Storm Hostile Objective and misread it because I thought I could score it on turn one, which I couldn't. Yep. Uh and yep. then deploy teleport homers, which I fucked up and didn't stick to my plan. Because uh, I could have at least scored that a handful of times, but I kept spending my CP on dumb shit, thinking, surely, surely I can't turn this one into a one for the fourth time this game. Spoiler alert, <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, repeatedly. Yeah. I learned from this game, this tournament, that uh, just don't bother with the command player it's reroll. not it fucking works. worth it. Never works. It really doesn't. Um, but yeah, Dark Angels are still my fucking boogeyman. Uh, the only Dark Angels I've beaten have been Ben's once, maybe twice. Uh, but yeah, so his Rep X is just the first turn they picked up. Um, they picked up an Armored Sentinel because for some reason he focused on my Armored Sentinels because I think he thought they were the biggest threat because they reroll wounds against vehicles to him. Uh, then I proceeded to fire about 1,400 points worth of tanks into one of his repulsor executioners and do a whopping seven damage to it. Oh, wow. Do, like, wounding on fives, I got just a handful of wounds through. Everything, all my last cannons missed. All my hunter-killer missiles missed. Like, every one of them missed. 13 of them, four up to hit, missed every one of them. Jesus. Yeah, it was oh dude. Uh, at one point I was firing it was I fired my Manticore out of spite. Or no, my basilisk out of spite into his desolators. And it was um it was D6 plus three plus two because it was blast and there were eleven of them. So I got like thirteen shots and I'm hitting on threes. Um re-rolling ones i rolled like the 12 or 13 dice i rolled two sixes that were auto wounds and everything else was a one or a two i re-rolled wow. all the ones and i got one more like four he looked at my dice and looked at me he was like dude i'm like i'll fucking know man like it was it was that kind of game where he just kept looking he's like have you rolled over a five we we once we started keeping track at like turn three, uh, I think I rolled four, maybe five dice that were fives or sixes for the entire game. I think what it was was that uh, my opponent Cody was like leeching your luck so he could get nothing but fives and sixes mm. and you could get nothing but ones and twos. Yeah, but Co Cody was a great opponent. We still laughed. We had fun. Uh, I Me almost Ryan. killed all of the Desolation Marines because the last turn I was like, you know what? Fuck these guys. And I fired a Basilisk and two Manticores into them. And there was like two of them left. Well, that that warms my cold dead heart. It, it wasn't for points or anything. It was just just to feel like I accomplished something that game. Yeah, no, I definitely that was me with Abaddon with my, my Tyranids match where I'm just I, like I'm going to kill the, the fucking Swarm Lord. I did kill the lion with Laz cannons. God, yeah, no, I, I I probably could have killed the lion if I focused everything on him, but I knew it just wasn't going to be worth it. Because he's he's a strong distraction card effects. I overwatched Azrael to death with a Manticore. Uh, I, I, think I, I killed it. I point blanked him with an artillery piece to kill him. I killed Azrael with my Havocs. My Havocs were MVPs for my yeah. first game against Ryan. Yeah, but no, like had a blast. But I was so worn down. Like Andrew and you and Danielle were standing behind me, and I'm sure you could just see like the dead look into my eyes when I'd like roll the dice and be like. 
five twos missed everything oh yeah not like you would look back at us and just give the look where it's just like uh, it's like i can do can... nothing this game but yeah and by um, this point we're on like hour 10 of the tournament and everybody's ready to go home yeah uh <laughs> we we play with chess clocks on the top two tables which was a very new experience for me so that added like a huge level of stress where i kind of like didn't have great target priority my first turn because my first turn was taking so long in my shooting phase because my brain wasn't like the longer the game goes on the less target priority you'll have to deal with the less time you'll use on this clock so i was i was rushing and um i lost that game uh a blistering 98 to 18 oh yeah it was uh it was a fucking hard loss yeah i uh i forgot to mention the chess clocks because i died so fast it literally (laughs) didn't matter like Chris came by and he's like, "Why aren't you using the chess clock?" I'm like, "Dude, look at my army. I'm gonna be done in like five minutes." <laughs> and he's like, "I mean, yeah, but still." <laughs> yeah, um, I do. I do when we play, especially when we play practice games. I want to get in the habit of using the chess clock so I balance out my time a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, uh, it's like if yeah. if I would have rolled better that game and he would have rolled slightly below average because his rolls were not like wild or anything. Like he rolled average maybe a hair above average he wasn't like spiking dice rolls against me i just i was the opposite (laughs) ones and twos yeah ones twos maybe the occasional three that i would get happy about one five or six and you go ah (laughs) yeah when rolling a six feels like a fucking win yeah no we've all had games like that it's it's ridiculous uh yeah had a blast so walked out of the tournament two and one um Overall, our group mostly finished middle of the pack. Poor, poor David and his knights got a uh, little beat up in there. Uh, Ren and Mulch, I think, finished like six. And I guess I could pull up. Let's see. I- I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run the rankings, Andrew. How's that sound? That sounds fine. All right. So the placings in the first RTT in 14th, we had David and his Imperial Knights. Uh, he had some pretty rough matchups though. Then we had Scott. Did you meet Scott Hercules, the Drukari player? Uh, yeah, we talked to him for a little bit. I want him to come back out for some games in Athens. He was fucking funny shit. Uh, he played Andrew Barfoot, and that was a real good close game too, I believe. Then twelfth, uh, we had Antoine as Chaos Demons. Eleventh was Andrew Barfoot with Space Wolves. Tenth, uh, you went from fourth to tenth on that last loss, unfortunately. Yeah, it, was, I, uh, uh, it was a bit of a t- smacking. Uh, I think the technical term is uh, got fucked. Yeah, well, hey, you got a little bit better because Antoine won. Otherwise, you would have dropped even farther. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ninth place was another local Luke with Ultramarines. Had uh win-loss-loss. Uh, eight was Tim with his Tau with his broadside list, which was a win versus David. And then I don't one of his games, he got just rolled in. But I don't know how his third uh, game went. I think it was against the same tier player that I did. Where was it's just it? Like, yeah. Just, just dead. It was, like it was wild. Round, essentially. And see, that's what sucks is I would have stacked. Well, I mean, not with my rolls, but I would have stacked way better into Cody and his Tyranids than I did into those Dark Angels. I think. Uh, yeah, because he had a, he had some really good shooting, but it was mostly melee stuff. So you, yeah, you could have just artilleried him from from a distance for half the game. Yeah, because that that's who Justin thought I would be playing was Cody. So him and I talked a little bit of strategy between rounds. So yeah. lucky for me, I got to play Dark Angels again. Woo! Womp womp. 
Uh, seventh was Mulch with uh, Mulch piloting My Knights, running Lost Win Win. And then Rin piloting their Orcs ran also a Lost Win Win in sixth. Then for the top five, we got Justin with his Tyranids. Uh, Sean, another Dark Angels player. Two Dark Angels in the top four. That's wild with their win record right now. Um, yeah, he was running a strange Dark Angel list that had like two whirlwinds in it and stuff. Interesting. I, I didn't even get to talk to that guy, really. I chatted I with him a little bit. I, I tried to mingle and chat with everybody who was up there. Uh, and then in some wild turn of events, I came in third place. Uh, Ryan came in second, and Cody won. So the two Alabama guys got one and two, but that's cool. They were both good guys. Those fucking invaders coming to our territory and stealing our tournament. <laughs> yeah, no, they were good guys. Uh, overall, everybody in the tournament was great. So yeah. first place, uh, I, my plan was to print trophies. My printer decided to just utterly fuck itself and uh, just melt resin all over the LCD screen. So I've got a new one of those on order when it will be here from China. Who knows? Uh, but I said I was going to print trophies, and if those guys wanted, I could mail it to them because they both uh, game together. So, uh, yeah, so Cody got first place and got a Court of the Crimson King box, which is the giant Christmas box that has, like, Magnus and a bunch of Thousand Sons in it. Yeah, that's a really good box. Yeah. Uh, Ryan got second place, and he got a... Uh, the Horus Heresy Vindicator tank, which is great because he's a Space Marine player, and that's a great tank for Space Marines. Yep. And the iron, yeah, yeah. And the irony of me getting third place, where the fucking prize was a goddamn Cadian Command Squad, is the only guard player at the tournament was pretty entertaining. Yeah. Was that your fifth Cadian Command Squad? Well, of the new ones, it's only my third. Oh. Only. If you count the old ones, it's like my seventh. Jesus Christ. Well, but, uh, but, oh, dude, but I, I bagged good up. Good bits potential. Oh, yeah. I bagged up just a massive old Cadians to give to David, and I'm going to do it again this coming week. Well, there you go. So, and then we had one more award, and that was Best Painted. Uh, what was the prize on Best Painted, Andrew? Do you remember? Uh, Necron Overlord. And Andrew remembers because this boy won it with his fucking speed painted Iron Warriors that were gorgeous. <laughs> Speed painted iron warriors. So I had uh, the possessed, the obliterators, and my accursed cultists. Those were the only ones that I'd like properly put time into, and then everything else I painted in a week and a half. So when Chris it all still announced great. that, when Chris announced that I won, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I fully did not expect to because it was slapdash by my standards. I just had like just Sterling Battlemire on there with no dry brushing or anything. I had uh, like. My, most of my stuff had like one base coat and maybe a wash on it. So yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. But my theory is caution stripes go a long way. They do. They really a, do. I took a little extra time to put caution stripes on mm -hmm. my vehicles. So I think well, yeah, I might have cinched it. It's a very technical skill. That tiny tape really helps. Yeah. All right. So after three rounds, know a little bit more about your army. Uh, if you could change something going into that tournament with your list or your tactics, what would you have changed? Uh, probably take out the accursed cultists because they did a grand total of fuck and all the entire time. Um, because their whole shtick is they keep getting revived every command phase. If you don't manage to kill them all, uh, they always got killed entirely in one turn, <laughs> so it didn't matter. I think if I'm going to commit to curse accursed cultists, I need to take a squad of sixteen and not eight because it'd be really hard to chew through sixteen of them. Yeah, um, they're just so guards just... profile, aren't they? Three toughness, um, one wound, five up save. 
four toughness, uh, six up save, but also six up feel no pain. So that's oh, a okay. thing. It's a little uh, tougher. But I, I just kept rolling really badly. But uh, I would probably change them out. Um, let me check my list real quick. Um, I really like the Chosen in theory, but they also tended to die relatively quickly. Like that was usually a sacrificial squad where I'd get a charge, kill a thing, and then get killed pretty much immediately. So I might rethink how I would do Chosen. Uh, same with the Hellbrute. He was pretty much only there for the uh, ability to give everybody sustained and lethal if they were within six inches of him, but he himself really didn't do anything. So between those particular squads, I would have uh, math, let's see, uh, give or take about 400 some odd points I could play with because Chosen are relatively expensive. So uh, I mean, that's what, take... a, another Land Raider and some Obliterators? Yeah, so I could double up on Obliterators and get four of them instead of two, which would probably make them way better. Because mm-hmm. uh, they did pretty okay. Like they, Especially they, they being didn't... able to bring them back with a strat. Yeah, they, they didn't excel, but they also didn't do poorly, so I would keep the Obliterators. Uh, I would definitely double up on Possessed. Possessed, when they actually got to charge, they whipped ass. Like, they just shredded anything that they got to touch, because they get a ton of attacks with really high AP and decent damage. So they I would, I would definitely bring 10 Possessed once they come in. Um, maybe more Terminators, like two squads of Termies, maybe. Um have Abaddon go with one and then just have another brick of them to be like a tough fist uh, hammer hammer and anvil unit essentially um i don't know i'd have to play around with it a bit but uh yeah i could i could lean more heavily into cultist mobs i guess take like 30 of them maybe and have just a bunch of stuff to take objectives um i don't know i'd have to play around with it a bit uh i've also toyed with the idea of getting one of the predator annihilators just to have even more las cannons because yeah. las cannons las cannons would work for me this tournament because, uh, like with my Havocs, uh, I could even take two squads of Havocs. Because Havocs have stabilizing claws, so they ignore negatives to ballistic skills and always count as having remained stationary, even if they moved for heavy weapons. So they're hitting on That's twos all the time. Pretty good. It's really good. So when they shoot at something, they're going to hit it, and they're probably going to wound it if they're using las cannons. And they did work when they survived. So maybe two squads of Havocs with more Terminators and more Possessed. I don't know. We'll see. How about you? Did you did you think your list needed any real adjusting, or was it mainly just rolling badly in, in the last well, game? I, I think my list did well, but I struggled with secondaries. Yeah, no, um, I felt the same in the first couple games. I, if I change anything in it, I might drop the Exterminator Autocannon tank, because its whole point is to... It has an ability where when it hits a unit after it's done shooting, then that unit has minus one to its armor save, but so i'm hitting with such excuse me such like decent ap things or things are in so much cover that it just doesn't matter so something like that's not super great i might drop it and take um it's weird as it sounds i'm toying with the idea of a couple of squads of ratlings because they can infiltrate uh they're five guys on 25 mil bases so it's a really small footprint they move okay they have minus one to hit them they're hard to see in cover and also after they shoot they can move so i can move up like i could be because all the terrain first floor line of sight block and i could step them up on the top shoot five precision sniper rifles and then drop them back onto the objective they, or they the just rule to target characters yeah exactly all of them have that rule that's pretty good so that's pretty nifty or i could just you know have them on objectives to do cleanse or deploy teleport homers or something like that uh but the other thing is just like i need to just when i form my plan just fucking stick to it 
because that was what won me the game against Justin is I went into it. I formed my plan at the beginning and I stuck to that fucking plan. I didn't overextend myself. Uh, I didn't chase down things that I didn't need to. Um, Cause against Ryan, like I went in with a plan to run my sentinels up to be sacrificial. And then every time I killed, a, he killed a sentinel. My plan was to drop it back in on the back half of the table and then deploy teleport homers with it. And then if he killed it, by that point, I would have two CP again because it would be his turn. I could keep doing the same thing. So I should have done that, and I would have been able to score teleport homers every single turn. That would have been good. But I didn't because I kept pissing away my command points on fucking rerolls for no reason. Yeah, I probably had a few uh, heroic interventions I probably could have pulled off to, to save some guys earlier on if I if I didn't waste command points. Yeah. But I kept forgetting it was two command points instead of one. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of that sort of stuff on my end as well. So I'm, I'm torn with the idea of changing a little bit of stuff around and running Ursula Creed again because she can do one stratagem for free every um, game turn and keep her within 12 inches of the Dorn because there's a strat that I can do that's minus one damage to attacks and then stick a tech priest behind the Dorn. Um, Cause what he can do is he picks a vehicle at the start of my command phase within three inches of him, I think. And that vehicle heals D three wounds and has a four up invuln save. And while he's within three inches of a vehicle, he has lone operative. So you just hide him behind the Dorn, put the Dorn outside of a building. And then you just have a mean ass fire base. Most of his stuff's hitting on fours, but you drop an order on it. And then it's hitting on threes, but staying still precision auto wound stuff. And it's a fucking gunboat. Hmm. That's real hard to shake loose. Spin one CP to pop smoke on it. Then it's, you know, minus one to hit minus one damage, toughness, 12, 18 wounds, healing d3 every command phase it's pretty good it's pretty fucking hard to shake loose. similar thing depending on how far back my guy's stuff stayed i could take the yeah. corpse smith and put like the land raider and a predator annihilator and the vindicator and just kind of have like a conga line in the back with him repairing mm -hmm. them but they're also not getting forward and taking objectives or anything. yeah that's a lot so yeah you know might be so, worth a try at some point yeah exactly but yeah so that's um if i would change anything that's what i would change in my lists yeah and my uh, tactics yeah, on the, on the whole, I felt like it was a pretty solid tournament, apart from being just so fucking Dude. hot that day. Oh, my God. Yeah, but the the venue stayed decently cool, and having the fans helped a lot. Yes, that was a good call. Getting like, it, it, wasn't, it was not there. bad in the venue. Like, I didn't ever felt, feel aggressively hot. But granted, I was always at either table one or two, so there was a fan up there. Um, yeah, the hall itself didn't get terribly hot, but... Outside sucked. <laughs> Dude, stepping outside, just like walking across the street was just miserable. Like, it was like, it was that, like walking into soup. That like 75 foot walk was just enough to where everybody's just full on flop sweat. It was awful. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Ugh, but yeah, good time overall. It was a... Uh, uh, very solid for our first tournament. Pretty well organized. Chris seemed to know what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Just, uh good good clean venue good tabletops good uh good terrain for you guys having just like speed printed it out in the past month and a half or whatever it was it was uh came together pretty well there at the end yeah and uh other than you and i no assholes no assholes and i i i only had a bit of salt at the desolation squad and uh you know it was it was just kind of the general disbelief of me being like they can do that and that and yeah that. yeah they're, but, they're uh, good I don't think I got properly mad at anything. No. But other than that, it was a fun time. And like I said, in round three, rolled nothing but fives and sixes. We were just kind of laughing at it. It was that yeah. thing where he'd be like, 15 shots. And I'd be like, 
Uh, eight of them are going to be sixes. Boom. Hey, nine of them were sixes. <laughs> that sort of thing. So we were involved at the end. Yeah. So it was a good time. Definitely enjoyed it. Excited to do it again. Yeah, I know. I'm uh, I'm stoked to do it. I'm, I'm both excited and terrified to do the fucking GT at Nova. Whoa. I think the it's, only real problem with GT games. and Nova. It's a lot of games. It's so, a lot uh, of games. I mean, it's basically playing three of those RTs in three days. Yeah, which... Uh, gonna be real sounds miserable it was a fun time but i don't want to do it that much <laughs> well my my biggest fear is that my round one will be against matt my round two will be against chris my round three i'll get dumpstered uh and then when we get put into our own brackets i'll pro we'll probably all three get put into the same bracket and i'll have to fucking play my own friends again that's my fear is <laughs> that we'll that drive be... to dc and all of my games will be against people that i could have played fucking down the street that would be very us. And meanwhile, I'll be sending you pictures from the one-hour speed painting competition and be like, check out this dumb shit. And you'll be like, oh, man, that looks fun. <laughs> no, I'll have fun at it. And if I don't have fun, you know what I'll do? I'll fucking drop. He'll, he'll not do it again next year. <laughs> yeah. I, I've competed. We've competed in an AOS GT, and I loved it. I had a, We had a blast. But it was only two days. It was only two days. That's we, the, uh, we the half marathon for the proper yeah. marathon. Yeah, so, you know, hopefully I'll get stacked up against uh, Dan or Campbell one game and get dumpstered by a beautiful army. That'd be fun. Or dumpster a beautiful army and go, ha, my normal <laughs> army won. Suck it. <laughs> oh, God, no. I don't I don't think I'd really stand a chance. Against, well, I don't know. Maybe against Dan because he doesn't want to use Desolation Marines. Yeah, he's saying his, his army's pretty built for ninth at the moment, which is yeah. uh, not the meta for 10th. No, it is not. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, you got anything else to add about the RT or anything, Andrew? No, it just it was a good time. It was. It was a lot of fun. So once again, thanks everybody for coming out and hanging out with us and playing. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, excited to see you guys coming out again. We definitely want to make this more of a, a proper reoccurring thing because that's how we take a small thing and make it into a big thing. Exactly. Um, it is back on Best Coast Pairings for December 9th. Uh, this time we've got 20 slots, so hopefully we'll fill all those up. Yeah. All right, but we're uh, we're running a bit, uh, bit long in this episode. So, Andrew, you got any advice you want to leave us on? Uh, if you're doing an all-day tournament, be sure to sit down because, man, it really starts to get to your lower back and your, your legs after about uh, halfway through round two because uh, I am still sore from it, and we are on a couple of days out from it at this point. So get some good stretching in and sit down a lot. Wear good yeah. shoes. Yeah, definitely. Add on to that one. Listen to our first episode. I think it was our first episode. We talked about that kind of stuff. Uh, wear yeah. good shoes. Sit down when you can. And, yeah, stretch. Stretch the morning of stretch in between games and stretch before you sit in your car for an hour um because remember we're not the young kids we used to be we're all fucking old now back in my day the marines were half that size <laughs> back in my day a three up save meant something back in my day you could still buy commissar yarrick oh yeah you can't buy yarrick anymore yep and on that note. <laughs> wow, that's really hurtful, Andrew. So you heard it here first. Commissar Yarrick is dead. Ba -da -da -ba -da -da. <laughs> now. All right, everyone. Well, uh, thanks for listening and have a good night. Goodbye. Dice like guys must be nice to play some games with your friends. Necromunda makes you wonder how friendships end. So flip that table, if you're able, and consult your charts and graphs. <laughs> so let's have some fun 
and get it done Or you can kiss my ass Thank you once again for listening. You can always contact us at DiceLikeIcePodcast at gmail.com or find us on our Facebook or Instagram, also under Dice Like Ice Podcast. We would also like to give a big shout out to William James for our outro music and Scarlet Saturn for letting us use their music at the intro to our show. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.